Welcome to the Team Egos Podcast, the show where we talk life while enjoying tea. Today, I talked with Tori of Sipply Delicious. Tori is a tea blogger, podcaster, and lover of all things tea. We discussed all things tea, like the gruesome history of Genmaicha, life as a tea lover, discovering your passions, the Quality Time Podcast, and much more. Find her on social media at Sipply Delicious. That's S-I-P-L-Y-T-E-A-L-I-C-I-O-U-S or on her website, simplyteelicious.com and enjoy the show. Tori, hi, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited. Yeah. Are you, is this your first time being the guest on a podcast? Yes. Yeah. This is my <laughs> first time being a guest. So, yeah. So. Nice. Now, now you get to, you get to feel what it's like when you put the people on, on the hot seat. I know. And it's funny because I, I always get questions when I was doing my podcast of people like, Oh, should I prepare this or that? And I was always like, no. Yeah. So they never knew that I was actually as nervous as they were <laughs> because I was just making everything up basically. As I went along. Yeah. That's the, <laughs> that's the thing. We shouldn't, I shouldn't tell this to people, but yeah, that's the thing. I make up everything. It's just, it's organic. It's, you know, just let it flow. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) So, I mean, we'll see what happens with this one, but just gotta let, (laughs) just gotta let it flow. Um, So what are, what are we drinking today? Uh, So I have Genmaicha from Matcha Alternatives. Um, that's actually the one that I'm drinking too. Really? <laughs> shout so out! <laughs> shout has that out to No, that has oh. not. <laughs> Unless like I've sent tea to someone. Um, no, that's uh, just happens to work out. Shout out to Match Alternatives. They're actually gonna be on the show as well here soon. So that's we'll awesome. preview to <laughs> their episode. But that's, that's so awesome. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that's that's awesome. So yeah, what's um? Tell us about it. Um, <laughs> tell me about what I'm drinking. <laughs> well, I don't know like too too much. I know this yeah. one in particular. I I find it like extra toasty compared to some mm-hmm. of the other ones. Like I there's one I really like from uh, the tea practitioner also, but I do find that one more like grassy. It's not it's like it's not like super grassy, yeah. But I do find that that one has a little more of the green tea flavor, where this one has that really great like umami roasted mm-hmm. savory flavor. Yeah. Um, plus, like, so much alternatives. I just love them. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> right? They're they're great. Yeah. Um, I feel like the tea world is great because you can be friends with people and be their like biggest fan at the same oh, time. For sure. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> And I, it's Earth Day when we're recording this, so yes. I had to go with my favorite like ethical tea shop mm-hmm. because they're all about like you know they have so many different ways of like if you buy this we plant a tree and like this promotion includes planting a tree like they have a photo contest going on right now and they yeah. they're planting trees as part of the prize. Yeah, <laughs> like, I know it's, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, so that was sort of why I went with this one today. Plus, I just it's so cozy. Like I love, I love Genbaicha. I love 
I love that it has like a fun little like mythology story kind of with it. What I'm assuming and hoping is mythology because it involves some guy getting his head cut off. Okay, yeah. Like, let's <laughs> let's hear it. Go into that because so, uh, so I, I don't know if I, I know this one actually. <laughs> I don't know it super well. Um, I am trying to start like every at the beginning of like every month this year i've said i'm going to start like having a weekly focus on a traditional tea each week but i've just i have like five posts ready to go and haven't posted any and just of them. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so for my research on like the origins of ginmaicha um mm-hmm. i think there was something to do this is gonna be a very broken up story but there yeah. was something to do with like an emperor and he like requested tea and I don't know if it was like his servant or what, but the guy's name was Genmai that was making this tea and something got mixed up along the way and little bits of rice fell into the tea and he brought it to the emperor not knowing. And he basically got really mad and cut off his servant's head. (laughs) uh, Zero to 60 real quick. Yeah. (laughs) yeah. It's a really very particular about his tea. Seriously. Um, Okay. But then he like ended up loving it. Yeah. Became, like, Oops. <laughs> yeah. Immediate regret. That's so that's yeah. what that feels so like. So again, my became like the ultimate ultimate sacrifice for tea. Um, wow. But yeah, so I probably really butchered that story, but No, I've heard that before. And okay. I, and like the, the someone's actually gonna fact check me. I'm pretty sure I've made a post about it before. <laughs> Goes to show you how much how conscious I am to all these posts that I, I make all the time. Yeah. But it's um yeah, I think I've heard that. Yeah, I always, like you said, I always think to myself, like, what is mythology? What's truth? Because I feel like a lot of the tea history is passed down verbally. Yeah. And it's all stories versus actual written, like, history. Yeah. And I mean, not saying that written history is also always true. I mean, <laughs> who knows? They could have just been writing mythology. But yeah, it's, uh, yeah, that's, that's a, uh, interesting story just like i said how violent <laughs> yeah yeah and, and it turned out to be a great cup of tea like at least you yeah. think you would like taste it and at least hate it before you behead something yeah before <laughs> nope immediate you spill rice dead like <laughs> off with your head literally <laughs> yeah and i know there's been lots of like um again i'm not sure how like factor fiction this is um but i think they was really popular among like the poorer populations mm-hmm yeah. Um, because the, like the rice was more satiating and you could like cheapen the tea, so to speak yeah. by adding the, the rice to make it less expensive. Um, which like fine by me because I find good matcha for like $6 sometimes and I'm very happy with it. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. It's like one of those teas that like you can pretty much find everywhere. I feel yeah. like it's always, I mean, it correct me if I'm wrong. Like the first time you had, it was at a restaurant, right? Like yeah. You, you at a restaurant at? I was working at. Yeah. 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 So it's like, I feel like a lot of um, Asian restaurants, like when you order a green tea, that's like kind of what they serve or like Chinese, right? Cause isn't yeah. it, it's a Chinese tea. I think it's Japanese. Or is it Japanese? I'm know. pretty sure. I'm not sure. Because from that, that story, I thought it was like a Chinese emperor, but I feel like it's a Japanese green tea. Hmm. I don't know. Someone fact check us. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> by, yeah. by the time I post this, I'll fact check it. <laughs> All the like big tea buff, like tea history buffs are listening to this. Yeah, just, just like Immediate yelling. turning it off. Pause. <laughs> 
unfollow. (laughs) (laughs) That's uh, yeah, no, that's good though. It has, it has such a unique flavor too. Mm -hmm. Um, that I, I'll be honest, actually, I used to hate it. I, Lots of people do. Mm-hmm. I, when I first tried it, it was uh, very much not my cup of tea. <laughs> and I just, I don't know. I couldn't, um, I don't know what about it. It's just, I like the vegetalness. Mm-hmm. And I think because it's so like opposite of that, like not opposite, but like just so, um, roasted i don't know smoke not not smoky but like just has like that brown rice taste to it yeah like you can really taste brown rice and so it's um i don't know i just couldn't get into it and only i think after listening to your podcast on when you were talking about like how it's like your favorite i was like maybe i'll give it a try again and really just sat down and i was like kind of forced myself to think about the flavors and think about how unique it is. Mm-hmm. And that made me appreciate it. And now I'm like, okay, I can appreciate it for its uniqueness. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's interesting with tea because I feel like in the world of like flavors and tasting things, like even when it comes to food, there's so many times where I've tried a food and I just like, Oh no, I don't like it. Like, no, no, can't, can't eat kale. Kale's disgusting. Can't eat. But when it comes to tea, usually even if it's not something that I like or find myself wanting again in the future, I can usually find a way to appreciate it. Yeah. 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 For sure. And that, I feel like I've only recently gotten there. It's definitely taken me time and now like diving into them and starting to understand. Well, of course I don't understand where Jen Micah or <laughs> and you, you're calling it. Is it I, I've always pronounced so, it Jen Micah. I always pronounced it like that until, yeah. um, so I took a couple like tea workshops with okay. um, like Monarch Tea Co. And then she was pronouncing it Genmaicha. And then I listened to a few other like podcasts and like videos of people pronouncing the tea and they said Genmaicha. Genmaicha. So, okay. so then I was like, okay, I think that is actually how I was supposed to say But for like, I don't know, like 12 years before that, I was saying. Yeah. Jen, yeah. 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 Exactly. I know that's um. That's like I was talking with uh, Nicole Wilson of Tea for Me, please, right? And um, she kept like pronouncing things differently, and I mean, she made a good comment, like how it China is so is so big, and like there's these different dialects within China, just like in the United States, you have like the Southern accent, you have like just the different coasts kind of have different accents. And so it's similarly, it's like, you can kind of pronounce it however you feel. Yeah. Like as long as like, you're not just completely butchering yeah. it <laughs> where it's offensive, like, but as long yeah. as like people will get it, like people will yeah. get Gen Maicha, Gen Maicha. Yeah. Too. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. That's interesting. So, and the other thing that was, that came to me like when I was, when we were talking about like the, the green tea at a restaurant. So this is not, and now this is just like more my curiosity being understanding teas better when you order like a green tea somewhere and may, and I don't, and you probably don't have an answer for this, but I'm just curious. Do you know like what they give you? Like what is green tea when you just order green tea or like buy bagged green tea? Yeah. So I, after learning like the a vast array of different green teas 
I have had the same question. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I feel like anything at a restaurant is probably just like crushed hair curl, kind of like tea bags. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I don't know. Is it Sencha? Is it? (laughs) Yeah. Right. Like, Like, yeah. And my guess would be that it would be some sort of Sencha mm -hmm. just because I feel like that's a really accessible, like kind of green tea. Yeah. But I also don't know because I usually find like if I buy a loose leaf Sencha and I have a green tea bag, I usually find the loose leaf much more grassy and flavorful. For sure. Where the tea bag is like, this is green tea. It'll do. (laughs) Exactly. Like green tea bags have a green tea bag taste. Like they all somehow taste the same to me. Yeah. And so it's like, but what are you? <laughs> like, yeah. like you're not, I can't, like if I were to compare, like you said, like have them side by side with like a, a true Sencha, a true, um, I'm blanking on like Gen Maicha or other Micro. like gunpowder. Yeah, yeah. Gun yeah. Something like that. None of them would compare. And yeah. so, and, th- and that's where it's like, I always think to myself like, okay, so what are you? And like, same goes for not just green tea, like black tea and like all these all these, I, I bought one that was even just oolong, and I'm like, well, what are you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that doesn't make sense. No, definitely. <laughs> like handing you a glass and saying, this is alcohol. Like, yeah. <laughs> what is yeah. it? <laughs> it's yeah, like, okay, I can tell by the color that might be vodka, but that could be gin. That could be like could be rubbing alcohol. Could be rubbing alcohol. <laughs> that could be Everclear. Exactly. It's like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Really. It's, Mm-hmm. that's yeah it baffles me and every now and then i find a restaurant that has like really good tea yeah. um but it's very rare like i feel like mm-hmm. most and even like the restaurant i worked at like it was tea bags that we had okay. um like i don't know what the branding or anything like that was because it was all in chinese and japanese yeah but it, yeah, it was tea bags and the like plain green tea, so to speak, that we had t- had that same green tea bag taste. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm. It, it's very interesting when you start like learning how, how different every single tea is that you're like, wait, but what about this? Like most people don't realize there's like a zillion kinds of green tea. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, that's why... That's just like takes me even to thinking like the, when people ask me, and I'm sure you get this too, like, which one has the most caffeine? Yeah. <laughs> boo. <laughs> boo, boo that question. Cause it's like I, matcha, for example, staying, staying on green tea makes me, makes me wild. And like the caffeine in that's just crazy. And then you have like a hojicha, which is also green tea, barely, or a genmaicha, barely any caffeine yeah and so just the spectrum like i I don't know yeah and then there's so many variables to it like well how much leaf did you use how long did you sleep it for how like how hot was the water yeah like there's there's so much that goes into it i know i know and it's so that's why and then they get like upset they're like no like give me an i I, that is the answer. <laughs> like what? Yeah. You, you, so you just want me to say black tea. Like that's what you want me to say is black tea has the most caffeine, right? Yeah. <laughs> like because that's what everyone else says. So you should just I, throw them off big time next time you get that question and say puer. Yeah. <laughs> so 
I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> what is that? Like, mm, haha, I got you. <laughs> Which Pu'er, I think, like, is kind of high up there, right? Yeah. Uh, so, like, matcha is usually my go-to, like, morning tea or, like, something to wake me up. Mm-hmm. Um Black tea sometimes, but like, I'm not really a big black tea fan for the most part. But if I like drink puer, I am wired for the day. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and, and like into the night. <laughs> like, oh, wow. Like, that's, I, yeah. That's it's dangerous. Intense. That's scary. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't drink a lot of puer. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. And it, it, it's also it can vary person to person, right? Because we yeah. all have different like tolerances of caffeine where sure. I'm pretty sensitive. Somebody else could be like somebody else could drink pu'er at 8 p.m. at night and be asleep by nine. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. So that's, um, oh man, I, I do love pu'er personally. It's become a recent favorite of mine that, and I've just like noticed with tea, in general, I can pretty much drink most teas except except for matcha, and I would agree like a lot of pu'er. I can probably drink it. Like I mean, for me, it's four o'clock right now or so. I'm gonna be fine. Like though, this is a low caffeinated tea, but I'd be fine pretty much drinking most teas now until like six p.m. and yeah, and like, but they give me a cup of, like I said, matcha, pu'er, or coffee. Coffee, oh man, that would be yeah. Coffee, terrible. I would be like having a panic attack with the jitters. Yeah, I get anxiety. Like, so a, like I. one sip, and I get anxiety. <laughs> yeah. So like, what I. is this? Like, this is terrible. Yeah, and it took me a long time to figure that out about me with coffee because, like, like I have an anxiety disorder, so I would be just be like <laughs> drinking coffee, and then all of a sudden I'd be like wait, why is my heart pounding? Why am I going to pass out? Like what's going on? Yeah. I was so used to like drinking caffeine and tea that I was yeah. like, what's this about? Why does this happen? And then I was right? like, okay, good thing I'm a tea person because yeah. me and coffee just don't get along. I know. I know. That's, I, I find that interesting because I've tried the coffee thing and like, I'll do it just on occasion for fun. Um, but it's definitely one of those where, like I know that I'm going to be anxious and then I'm going to crash in like three hours and it's just, I'm going to feel like crap. And my, my girlfriend actually, she just now, I don't know if like it's because of me, but like she's always been a tea drinker, but she's loved coffee. And now she's like, I can't drink coffee. Like she's like so conscious to her anxiety that she gets with it. that she's like, I just like it ruins the day and i'm like yeah 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 exactly like that's that's me too like so i i don't do it except for i do i have a weird tendency to drink coffee at weddings it's like <laughs> that's like my one time where i split and because like i'm like i'm gonna go dancing i'm gonna have fun <laughs> give me coffee get me ha- get me ham that's so funny <laughs> yeah so <and> ham. <laughs> <laughs> What a, what, a, what a food pairing. Right? Right. So, okay, talk about food pairings. I made a post just this week about how I've kind of, like, discovered how I have an Irish breakfast black tea that I, I really love. And I ate it or I drank it while eating, like, an apple with peanut butter. And the combination of, like, the peanut butter with 
that tea was like really, really good. And so I got like kind of into food pairings with tea pairing or with tea. Do you know, I guess sticking with like Genmaicha, do you know like what would be good food pairings? Like, do you ever think about that stuff or like look into that? I think about it. I'm not. So I feel like I'm kind of weird because I am drinking tea constantly except when I'm eating. Like when I eat something, I'm pretty much like just water. Yeah. So it's something that sometimes with dessert I'll have tea. And there are teas that I can like be like, oh, this would go good with this. Like um, Mm -hmm. I know that Genmaicha is really popular in like sushi restaurants and yeah, like when people are eating fish. Um, again, in a workshop with Monarch Tico, we did again Genmaicha with a, a chocolate. And hmm. I forget which chocolate it was. I want to say it might have been like a salted caramel. Hmm. But I just remember something was like super buttery and it was delicious. Yeah. Um, of just like how the two interacted. It was so cool. Yeah. Um, and I have a really cool um, like lapsing oolong blend with that has like maple in it um Mm. and that i love with salmon because i love like maple Mm. salmon but it's really hard to find okay excuse me so the the two pair like beautifully together yeah that's interesting that's a hmm trying to think like off the top of head i I feel like i've heard somewhere where again my is really good with kind of fattier foods Something about like the like you said the umami from like the brown rice pairs well with like a fattier yeah. texture and just like the the taste pairs well. Yeah. I don't know. That's kind of gets start starts to get over my head with like food <laughs> science, but yeah. I just like this tastes good, <laughs> so yeah. I'm gonna keep doing. And that's that. all that matters. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's like, but like sometimes like I can't find a tea besides like unless I'm drinking like a citrus tea when I'm eating like citrus fruit, I it's like bad. It's like a disconnect. It just is not good. That's so Come. funny. Mm-hmm. I feel like a, like a straight or like traditional tea is what I would probably go to with this, like something really citrusy. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure that there's, like I said, I bet there's like science out there. Some, yeah. There's someone out there for sure doing this. Yeah, no, definitely. There's somebody that would like know the answer to that right away. Of like, scientifically speaking, the amino <laughs> acids in this and this would pair better. <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> you you dig into like the tea science of things at all? Sometimes, but not really. Okay. It's it's funny, like when I hear about things in, in tea science, I think it's super cool. Mm-hmm. But then to like do the research myself outside of like, this is supposed to be good for this. It's just like, that's it for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. I'm it, the, my biggest chance. I, I love that stuff. So I don't know if you know, I have a chemical engineering background. So oh, it's like, cool. I have like an interest in like chemistry and like how the, just like the tea interacts like with you, with like, the hot water just with itself like when you add different things and but it's like it's challenging because the sources out there are not always too reliable um you kind of have to yeah 
make sure you're, you're doing good stuff because not much research goes into tea. Like it's just not one of those things that's well, well researched and, and well versed. So um, a lot of, I mean, I feel like there, there are decent studies. Maybe I'm just not doing the best of job. Yeah. I know. But it's probably one of those things too that get, often gets like buried, right? Because mm-hmm. it's such like a, a, a niche, like like people, yeah. not everybody's Googling it. <laughs> yeah. Everybody should because it's super fun. But, it is, yeah. <laughs> but not everybody's as cool as we are. I know, right? It's a shame. <laughs> it's, a shame. It's, it's hard being this cool sometimes. Right. <laughs> I don't have as many friends. It's, it's lonely on top. So. <laughs> so what's your, I mean, I feel like I can like from just listening to your podcasts. So quick plug, you got a podcast. It's awesome. Um, but like listening to it, I, I kind of picked up on like your tea origin story, but you kind of want to talk through that. Like what got you started with tea? Like what? Like, yeah. How does that all begin for you? Yes. So for me, as like in my younger years, not that I'm old, <laughs> um, I, so I, I mentioned this when we were talking about coffee, but like I have an anxiety disorder. And when I was younger, that really manifested in like insomnia. Mm. And so I had had tea sometimes when I was sick, I would get like throat coat tea and different things like that. Yeah. Um, but like the moment it really clicked to become like tea is in my life now mm-hmm. was when I was probably like know, 12 or 13 or so. Okay. And I was like struggling with insomnia real bad. And I don't know, like, cause tea was never really something we had in the house. So I don't know where my dad was like, well, no, you'll just try sleepy time tea. Like, I don't know where that came from because like yeah. the man doesn't drink coffee or tea. Like, pretty much ever so, <laughs> so like looking back i have no idea like wh- where that came from but yeah. um i started drinking sleepy time tea which um the one that he always bought me was from traditional medicinals and i'm really interested okay. to look back and see like what exact like what herbs were into that because i'm yeah. assuming it was probably mostly chamomile um and then when i stayed at my grandmother's because i was there a lot when i was that age um I would also have sleepy time with like the one with the teddy bear. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know exactly. That's literally how like everybody describes it. Like, I don't know. I drink this tea as a teddy bear with like a nightcap. I'm like, yeah, I I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, Celestial seasonings. I think that's the name. Yeah. Celestial. Yeah. Um, But yeah. So I, and then I liked that one more. So then that was the one my dad bought. So now I'm like extra interested as an adult. That's like more versed in like, herbs and tea to yeah. like, look back like what didn't i like in this one i was gonna what say was it the flavor that you liked more or what like the way it actually made you feel okay it was the flavor okay. um i think i honestly looking back i feel like it was more of the routine that was comforting like mm. the, like okay i'm having this tea and it's signaling like bedtime time to slow down mm-hmm. uh, the scent and even just the process of making tea i think was really soothing to me yeah um, so that was when tea sort of became part of my life. I have no idea when I tried green tea for the first time. I just know it happened. Okay. <laughs> that yeah. was super it came weird. into your life and yeah. has not left. <laughs> yeah, because I, I'm assuming I must, because when I tried Gemmaicha for the first time, I was 
was probably in like grade nine or 10. And okay. um, I was working, I worked at a Chinese buffet all throughout high school, like from grade nine till 12 and like would go back on holidays in university. Yeah. Um, and I just remember my boss one day being like, do you want to try like Japanese green tea? And I was like, sure. Mm. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm assuming that I had tried like a green tea bag before then, or else I probably would have felt more like, Oh, am I allowed to have this? It's caffeinated. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I tried it. She like, gave me one tea bag and I just like made the tea and then I like went about my work and I remember coming back to it and taking that sip and being like, Whoa, okay, this is not like, this is not your average yeah. green tea. And that's yeah, what I was yeah. expecting. Like I was expecting that green tea bag taste, mm -hmm. but there was just so much more. And I didn't like, I didn't even have the words to describe the flavor and what I was enjoying so much about it. Mm. Um, I just knew that I like wanted more and I didn't know where to get more. I tried to find the tea bag in the garbage can. <laughs> I, from like that point on, it became like a constant search in like every grocery store aisle. Yeah. I was looking for this tea. Didn't know it was called Genmaicha, just mm -hmm. told Japanese green tea. So I assumed all Japanese green tea was Genmaicha. Like, was I, yeah. <laughs> like, like I assumed there was green tea, like green tea bags and Genmaicha. And that's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, and I, I looked everywhere and it's so weird looking back to it because I probably walked by like a Tivana and a David's tea so many times in between trying that tea and then finally finding it one day Yeah, that it's so odd because like when me and my, we didn't have a mall in my hometown. Okay. So, so like getting to a mall was a process, but like I yeah. remember going to the mall, like when I was older and able to drive um, and like trying all the samples out in front of Tivana, because that's what you do when you're 17 and you just, yep. you don't have money to go buy a drink. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and um, I like, it would have been right there. Like if I would have walked a little farther <laughs> into that store and asked and just, and, yeah. Um, but I just remember one day I was in um, a mall with my dad, like going back to school shopping. It was between like, I, this is a very vivid memory. For me. It was life changing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was between my third year and fourth year of university. And I, we were like back to school shopping and we passed by a David's tea and I had been to David's tea once before with my best friend and just gotten a like iced tea. I think like something that tasted like, literally straight up vanilla extract <laughs> and never could be really good, could be, yeah. Yeah. and then i was like wait that store might know what i'm talking about yeah. so i was like dad i just want to go in here really quick and he's like mm, do whatever i don't care <laughs> and so i walked in and i was like this is probably going to sound really odd but do you have like a green tea a japanese green tea and it tastes like like puffed rice and they're like oh yeah yeah. <laughs> right up here and I just pulled it down and I was like what <laughs> it was that easy and so then I bought like 50 grams and then I bought like a few because they had some promo going on that was like they had new fall teas coming out the next day and you could buy a couple samples for like five bucks or something like that so yeah. I did that and then I was just like oh my god it's back in my life 
I have this tea. I'm going to keep this tea in my life forever. I, yeah. I don't even know. Like, again, I don't remember buying a loose leaf, like a ball or a strainer or anything like that. So I have no idea how oh. I prepared this for the first yeah, time. Yeah, just, just wild. Or if my dad just <laughs> happened to have a tea strainer, just like he happened to have some Yeah, just happened tea. to have, yeah, exactly. Like the man's prepared. <laughs> the universe has um, gifted him yeah he just he knew his daughter was going to be yeah. a tea drinker exactly. <laughs> so he made sure he came prepared um <laughs> but i just remember like steeping it up and just falling back in love and being like yes i found it i finally have it nice. um and but all throughout university too like i had a really big collection of like tetley tea bags like all the different kinds And my roommate was actually a really big tea person too. So it was kind of funny that we somehow got like paired up. Yeah. Um, And then like in every student group I was ever in, I was known as the person that like drank tea and knew about tea. Yeah. And then um, between my fourth year of university and my postgraduate degree, (laughs) um, I worked at David's Tea. I just like the summer before I, I entered into my postgrad, we just like would walk to David's Tea all the time because there was this. Uh, I went to school in a town called in Waterloo, Ontario. And okay. anybody who knows Waterloo will know this store because it's beautiful. It was the most beautiful David's Tea to ever exist. And my heart really? breaks that it's not there anymore. Oh, no. Is it, why, was this recently that it's not yeah. there? Like because so of closed, COVID? Yeah. Well, they yeah. closed down like most of the stores. Um, And that was unfortunately one of them, but it was like a walk-up store. Like it wasn't in a mall, but it was just beautiful. It had like a big seating area. Oh, nice. And it was just, it was really big and it was beautiful. So we would walk there all the time. And then one day after a walk, I was just like, I'm going to work at David's tea. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, okay. And it was funny because I was literally like, weeks away from entering the most intense year of education and like it was also like a professional degree so i basically had to work full-time to earn my degree and be in classes and then i was like i don't have a part-time job (laughs) because i love it yeah yeah and so my friend's like okay like whatever and i went online and i like looked up and i saw that both stores in our city were hiring so i applied to both and i was like yeah we'll see what happens yeah and the next morning I have an email from the manager being like, we're interviewing this afternoon. Can you come? <laughs> and I was like, um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah oh, I'll be there. And of course, like I felt so disheveled. It was like a group interview. I felt so disheveled that I was like, there's no way I got the job. Yeah. Um, but then they called me a couple of days later and they're like, Oh yeah. Can you start on this day and we'll do training? And I was like, yes, <laughs> this is great. So I got to have like, I called it like my like best entry level job. Like it was like the best job um, that I could have had at that point of just like, I, so like I'm in social work and that professional degree was my first social work degree. Um, Because in Canada, you can't do like social work as an undergraduate degree. It's weird. Okay. Um, I don't know what it's like. Um, Is that, different here in the I, u.s yeah, I, <laughs> I have no idea but um so i would be in class two days a week 
full day. And then I would drive straight from class to work like five hours in store. And there were so many days looking back where I just know I didn't eat dinner. And I'm also very confused about how I like lived through that. I I was just drinking so much tea on shift that like, exactly. Tea keeps you literally alive. Yeah. Yeah. But there were so many days where I like left placement and it was a rough day or I had had a rough week at placement and a long day in school and then went to work at David's Tea and it felt so good. Mm. Like it was, I don't even know how to describe it, but it was just, it was fun. It was like being refueled like creatively almost because I would spend hours just talking about tea and I loved tea and I loved learning more and trying new things. Yeah. So it was super fun. And I think like with balancing all that, I think that job honestly like kept me afloat because wow, I like it, it was like a safe place. It was a fun thing to do even when That's I could have hobbies. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's amazing. I mean, you don't hear that too often where a job does that. So that place probably holds a very dear, special place in your heart. Yeah. I've learned, like, I've become, like, acquainted with so many different small tea companies since starting my blog. But I think David's Tea is always going to hold, like, a really big place in my heart because that's who started my tea education and really, like, introduced me to everything and it's why my tea collection grew out of control because like (laughs) a discount (laughs) yeah the employee discount probably like so because is david's tea super popular in canada is that the is that like does it hit because i don't think there's any in the united states there used to be but now they're all closed so since like right after covid started um like last spring They announced the closure of like most of their stores. I think there's like 18 total left and they're all in Canada. When they had like over a hundred before, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Cause Tivana was super big back in high school for me. And I just don't ever remember, but granted, like I didn't really like get super big into tea and like knowing about, about like all these different tea brands until like, right before COVID hit. So like David's tea is kind of actually new for me. Um, I just being in the tea world, it's like you, you get to know it pretty quick, but I just felt like oh, I should know this. I feel like I should know this a little bit better than what I do. No, they're so they're super popular in Canada. And I feel like that's because for a long time they were in like all of the malls and everything. Okay. Um, yeah. And they're also like, um, in store they were super fun like everything is really bright colors okay cool um, really accessible outgoing like customer service expectations Mm -hmm. um always like handing out samples and stuff like that like they made tea really fun so that if you walked in that store you wanted to hang out for a little bit nice um so i think that's a big part of how they became popular in canada because there there were probably people that like are just like, yeah, tea, it's cool. Like I drink in the morning or I have it like once a day. Yeah. But then David's tea made it cool where like they were, oh, I'm in the mall. I'm going to go to David's tea, even just for a tea to go. Mm. Yeah. That's, that's really nice. So did you like, I guess like when you were there, what was like 
something that like kind of blew your mind? Like what was like one of the first things I guess that like blew your mind when you were like learning about tea? The very first to- thing? Yeah. The I, very I don't know. Very first thing or maybe the craziest thing that like you picked <laughs> up. I think the biggest mind blowing moment for me was um, learning that all like all the teas came from the same plant. <laughs> right. That's actually, yeah. <laughs> like one of the first things you learn and like still the most mind blowing. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? I thought like green tea was a plant and like black tea was a plant. Yeah. Like, yeah. What no. do you mean? Irish breakfast and like Gaikuro come from the same plant. <laughs> right. So vastly different. Like I was just thinking about that this morning. It just remembering it this morning and like thinking, I'm like that. It makes no sense. Like it, there are such different flavors. Like there's, these don't even taste anything remotely alike. Like just thinking of like a puer versus like a white tea or something like that. It's like, that's just insane. Like, that's so cool. So cool that we were able to figure that out. Like through, I mean, you look at the history again, the mythology of it or however we people figured it out, but good on them. Cause it's, yeah, it's just so wild. It's a cool way to appreciate nature, right? Like, it's just like this one plant can do all of these things and make us feel all of these things about what it produces. Mm -hmm. And it can be appreciated in all these different ways. Like, it's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's so true. And it just makes me even think of, like, plants outside of just Camellia sinensis. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's a the world's a wild place, and Happy Earth Day. We gotta keep it. We gotta keep it yeah. the way that we uh, that it's meant to be. Because yeah, if somebody makes tea extinct, I'm gonna be pissed. Oh, that's all I know. <laughs> I, the good thing is, I think uh, since it's like the second most drink drink, yeah, is that how you say it? Drink, drink in the in the world behind water. I don't. I think a lot of people will be pissed. <laughs> We're all gonna throw a throw a. A little hissy fit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <of> that. <laughs> you don't give. There's like when I don't have my tea for the day, I'm like I'm I'm different. I don't I like know. it. I'm in the process of moving next week, and last weekend I was finally like, okay, I have like 500 teas sitting here. Oh in God. the next 15 days, am I going to touch all 500 of them? No. And I was like, okay, I need to, I need to pack some of them. So I tried to like narrow it down as much as possible. And I maybe have like 15 teas out right now, but I keep being like, I could really go for this. And I'd be like, somewhere in a box. (laughs) Do you drink like when, during like a day, do you drink tea just based on how you feel? Or do you kind of have like a, this is what I do like in the morning matcha and like the late morning. For the most part. I try to just be intuitive with like what I'm craving. Um, I love matcha in the mornings, um, but right now I'm trying to like sip down a lot of my black teas that I'm not really a big fan of anymore. Yes. So I've been having more black tea in the morning and I, I miss matcha. Like that's how (laughs) intuitive it is where I'm like, but I just rather have matcha. Yeah. But for the most part, it's very intuitive and it's funny because there'll be so many times where I like plan out the night before of like, do you know what? I think I want to like cold brew a Taiwanian for tomorrow. And then it'll be the next day. And I'll be like, I don't want a cold brew. Taiwanian. I want this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's so hard when it's things that like take a longer process, like cold brewing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I'll want them, but I have to wait like 24 hours for them and then I won't want them anymore. Yeah. I'm the, I'm the exact same way. I'll, I'll cold brew things and leave it in there for a week. And then I'm like, okay. I heard that I I want episode it. with Danielle and I with was Danielle. like, oh. Yeah, she, she got. You should have seen her face. She was. Uh, she was like, "Don't do that. Don't drink it." I'm like, "I still do. <laughs> I still do." I mean, it's probably not going to hurt you. Like, there's yet. there's worse things to consume than like week old tea. Exactly. Probably. It's tea. I'm not gonna get rid of it. Yeah, it's, it's too expensive wild. to throw away. Exactly. That's ridiculous <laughs> to think that I would ever waste tea that's why I, I, I reuse my tea leaves until like i mean shit i even put them in like dry them out and then i put them back into my garden like, I, don't, I don't throw them out at all i try to to reuse every little bit of tea yeah <laughs> yeah do you do you do anything like that so i don't have a garden um i want and i thought of this like just the other day of like, especially with some more floral teas and even like floral herbs, I really want to try like drying tea out into like potpourri or something. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, so I think that's probably what I'll try because I don't like, I don't have plants or anything like that. So I usually just try to compost, but I do like re-steep until mm. there's nothing left to steep. Yeah, until it's very, yeah, yeah, I know. So like the last steep is usually like, oh, this is not good. <laughs> this yeah, is just, like, this, this is, is literally just water. Yeah. <laughs> Like I, I pushed it. I pushed it a little too yeah. far. <laughs> and that's what everyone's like. The people who are non-tea drinkers are like, no, it's all just water. It's like. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. One of my roommates, I'll be like drinking. Tea Do, um, I taste all these things. And my roommate will be like, this is just water. I don't know what you mean. I'm like, no, it's not. Yeah. Right. Yeah. How dare you? How dare you say that? That's. uh, Yeah. So you said that you're. um you're kind of getting more into, into like herbs and stuff like that. Do you have like favorite herbs? So I do. I really love dandelion root. Um, I've had a lot of like chronic stomach issues for a long time. And I just found like dandelion root helped just like helped me feel better. Like helped me feel more human. Um, But recently, and I was just talking with some friends um, before I signed on about how much I love lavender right now because Mm -hmm. I have this gigantic bag of a tea that was basically just pure lavender. And I was like, I'm never going to get through this. So I've just been drinking it all the time because I'm just trying to get through it. Mm -hmm. And now I'm obsessed with lavender and I've been steeping lavender in milk and doing like things nobody would think of. (laughs) I I love it so much. Like the flavor is so... I don't, it's just so soothing mm-hmm. and then it pairs so well with so many different things and yeah it's just it's just beautiful <laughs> yeah so I definitely would say lavender is a favorite herb right now and valerian root valerian root is another one i've been slowly doing more research on um yeah. because i find that it's the one herb that kind of makes me sleepy and that makes me really happy <laughs> And that's yeah, well, with the insomnia, yeah, I'm sure that that's, that's yeah. a nice thing, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so, um, yeah, those are probably like my top three herbs. <laughs> yeah, those are, I mean, those are all super amazing ones. I've so 
lavender. I mean, I've had lavender like my whole life and I've loved lavender. That one's such a, just the scent alone. I like have like a bag of, of lavender buds that I just like, will just sit there and smell. Like it's just, it's just so nice. I never really brew it on its own. I kind of have like, I like to mix, mix and match all the herbs to make them, make them taste nice. But yeah, that's the interesting thing that you said about the lavender though, is the milk. I bet that would be extremely delicious. So do you like cold brew that or do you, okay. I just stick it in a mason jar. (laughs) Yeah. How long do you let that go for like 24 hours or? Um, Sometimes 24 hours if I think to do it early enough in the day, but usually from like after dinner, so like 6 PM until like the next morning. At like okay. eight or so when I get up and like yeah. I'll use it. I usually what I've been doing is using it to make like lattes. So yeah. I'll froth the hot like lavender milk with like um like a steeped like green tea or um a matcha even. It's yeah. really good. Yeah, <laughs> that reminds me I try it. So I'm very new to the latte game. It's uh I don't really like them that much or i guess i just haven't had a good one that's like really made me go like wow yep um but my girlfriend she likes them and she's she always like kind of wants to make like a matcha latte like when she's over at my house and so like whatever that's cool and i don't i don't always have milk either so it's like not yeah. the best place to make a latte but we had heavy whipping cream oh. and she, and she <laughs> tried it and she's like this is not good. I'm like, oh, I'm not going to waste matcha. Like, I'll yeah. drink it. And so I, I drink. I'm like, oh, this is bad. Yeah. So I was like, I'll just make another cup of matcha and pour it in there. I did that. Didn't change it. And I'm like, oh, now I just wasted more matcha. <laughs> I'm like, oh, geez. Like, this is terrible. <laughs> like, yeah. She's like, yeah, enjoy. I was like, this, this is your fault. <laughs> like, you made me do this. Oh, gosh. That's awful. <laughs> yeah, oh, it was bad. It was really bad. So um like you i can check that off your list for um things to experiment with don't <laughs> don't try heavy whipping cream <laughs> i've used coffee creamer in the past because there's always like fun flavored ones and even that was just that was, too it's so thick yeah it's it's not good and i don't even drink like dairy milk so the milks i do drink are very are not a, yeah <laughs> yeah so it's like extra of like what the heck is this <laughs> right oh geez yeah i know i gotta i gotta try and the other thing i really want for the lattes are is that like little tool it's like the is it a frother is that what it's called the little like whisk thing yeah the little whisk thing i really want one of those like because i want my lattes to i want if i'm gonna do it i want to do it right like i don't want to just like half-ass it like i did with like the heavy whipping cream (laughs) i'm not gonna do that anymore it was really bad so it's uh yeah, I, I, I got to invest, I think, in one of those. I just got a new milk frother, um, and I'm so excited to move and finally use it because, like, it came so perfectly boxed up that I'm, like, I'm not opening this and repackaging it when I have a milk frother. Mm-hmm. So it's been, like, staring at me, and I, <laughs> I'm i so excited to, like, break it open. Yeah, I bet. I bet that's like just just teasing you, just sitting yeah. there. Like yeah. and you said, you're moving in what? Like ten days was it? Yeah, I'm moving next Saturday, Friday, okay. next Friday, something like yeah. that. Yeah. Good luck with that. Hopefully, not too far. Like, are you staying no, in? No, it's far. Are <laughs> you in Canada? Canada? Are you? Yeah. Okay, still. In so Canada. it's just to like the other side of well. 
So Ontario is a really big province, like really big. Like you can drive like 12 hours and you'll still be in Ontario. Whoa. Yeah. In like any direction, just like no matter what, any direction. I mean, well, if I drive 12 (laughs) hours from where I am and I go south, I'll I'll be in the States in 20 minutes right now because I'm in Niagara Falls. (laughs) But but like I'm moving like um, almost two hours from here. So yeah, so it's going to be a... Yeah. Yeah. Geez. That's, uh, I still have yet to, well, I think I've been to Canada, but I don't count it cause I was a baby. Um, yeah, I still have yet to, yet to go. And now I'm in Minnesota and it's only, I don't know, like a five hour drive, I think for me, like straight North. Also, sorry if you can hear, if people can hear the car alarm going off. And so uh-huh. I don't, I don't, I don't hear it. Hear. So I'm sure. All right. <laughs> I wasn't sure how loud it is on the, on the mic, but, um, yeah, so Canada is a place like, and actually, I did have a trip planned for 2020. This was we were planning it in 2019. So, but as we all know, trips in 2020 <laughs> don't exist. Um, so yeah, that's that's cool though. Um, are you moving for work purposes? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like I, um, I got I like I just started a new job two months ago, but my job is there. Yeah. So we're moving. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Which I'm nice. excited about because we ended up getting a two bedroom apartment, my partner and I, and yeah. because I'm in social work, I'm doing counseling and I need like a room that's private. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to work from my bedroom because like boundaries. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah it's just like one of those things. Bedrooms are like dedicated to like yeah. personal space. Yeah. So yeah. I'm really excited because my partner, the way my partner phrases is like, you get a home office. And the way I phrased it was, I get a room for tea. so so over the past like month i've just been planning in my head of like the perfect tea palace that is going to be this home office which like it'll be great to have a space to work in (laughs) don't get me wrong i mean yeah sure but (laughs) tea and where i can like set up photos for my blog and like keep it set up and have more room to play with for it and stuff yeah that that's the dream (laughs) yeah that's i know right that's uh so i just moved into um the house that i'm currently in well i say just it's i moved in october but one of the selling features of this house was that they converted the single car garage into like a like a man cave type thing so it's they they built a bar like from like an old uh, old wooden door and like made yeah. it super nice in there like this heating there's air conditioning and um, my roommate and I he was like that could be a pretty sweet tea room I'm like now <laughs> now you're speaking my language I'm like you don't think that's uh, been crossing my mind this whole time like, <laughs> just haven't been like haven't able to do it yet but yeah like. That's I know, like thinking of like lining or getting shelves, like yeah. lining, lining yeah. the whole back wall with just different teas and yeah, yeah I know. Uh, that's yeah, that's where my mind has been at. <laughs> I'll be like yeah. trying to wind down for the day, and I'll just be like, "So should I get another shelving unit? Like, do I, do I want to get like plastic dividers? How do I want to organize yeah. this?" Right. Yeah, you can, and she's got to give it your flair, like make set the mood right, get the get some nice lighting for in there, because 
tease a whole experience. You can't yeah. just, it's not just about the cup. It's about the, the environment that you're in yeah. and, and all that. So yeah, gotta make like, it, yeah. yeah. I've been looking up like tea quotes and stuff to like print and frame. <laughs> the wall. Yes. Yeah. So I don't know. Got, I, it's going to be a cool room. <laughs> Heck yeah. Sounds like you got to post it on uh, I mean, if you're, if you like sharing that stuff on, on Instagram, I'll that. it'll be too cool to not post. Exactly. Yeah. Just make it too cool where you're like, all right, the world does need to see this. The world deserves it. I have to yeah, do it. Exactly. <laughs> do you have any cool quotes like that come to mind? Like tea quotes? Um, so there's one that just says like, and okay, this is a very, a very simple quote but me it just like sent me on this like brain spiral and it literally i just like google image searched like t quote and the words in cursive came up that just said t is one of the simplest and most beautiful things like that's it that's all it said (laughs) and i was just like yeah it is and then i just i don't know why but i just like sat back and i was like whoa like it goes back to that tea is just water thing because like tea at its core is just throwing shit in water i'm sorry maybe i shouldn't <laughs> oh you're good I, yeah you can swear but like that's all it is it's just putting shit in hot water shit in water that's gonna i'm gonna that's gonna be like the title of the podcast <laughs> So he is just throwing shit in water. Yeah, all of my friends will be like, yeah, that's that's her summed up in it. I was like, you're speaking to everybody's language who doesn't drink tea. <laughs> They're like, yeah, she gets it. It's just shit in water. <laughs> but like, if you think about it, like you, you look at this bag of like, of herbs. Like think of like right? a lavender chamomile blend. Like I know you said yeah. you like play around with herbs and so do I. Like, you could like take a little bit of peppermint, you take a bit of chamomile, you take some rosebuds, maybe throw some like lemon peel in there. You put it in a little thing and then you just throw it in hot water. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden yeah. this whole new flavor comes out. Right. Like it's so simple because it's just throwing shit in water, but then it's so complex. Yes. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It was like one of those like small fish in a big pond kind of moments. Yeah. Where I was just okay. like, it's so simple. Like it's just like it's so simple, but it's so yeah. beautiful. And yes. <laughs> I'm gonna I think I'm gonna get the quote tea is just throwing shit in water put into my tea room. So I just want you I'll I'll quote you, I'll say Tori. <laughs> but it's, it's uh I think that you need to s- scrap all other quotes. Yeah. That's the only thing. I think I'm like literally I'm trying to find like the main focus <laughs> on my wall, like just somewhere. Like that's gonna look good somewhere. <laughs> and people will appreciate that. <laughs> but like, yeah, I don't know. It's just the, the simplest way to explain what tea is. Like it's like one of those like explain things bad to me. Like, you know what I mean? When people are like I love that, right? yeah. So do I. It's always so much fun. Mm-hmm. But like that that is tea. It's just you it is. Yep. take a bunch of things that you think are going to taste good. Right. Put it in some water. It doesn't even have to be hot water. Yeah, I know. Water could be milk, lemonade or whatever you're feeling that day. Mm-hmm. And then it just becomes this entirely different thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, so- it's, um, 
it's wild. But like you said, it gets so then it can get so complex, mm-hmm. but like that's, I sometimes, I, and I do this with like life in general. Like I get in, when I think of like things, I get super into like the nitty gritty details. I'm like, Oh wow, this is so complex. And I like lose the fun and like the play. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas like, I like tried to make kombucha myself once and um, which kombucha is like fermented tea and everything. And I, when I went to flavor it, I was like, basically throwing shit into it like mm-hmm. i was like because i was like you know fuck it i'm just gonna like do different flavors see what happens and there was one i remember like i let it sit and then my girlfriend and my and one of my close buddies were over and i'm like i think my kombucha is done like you guys want to try it and they're like yeah sure so like i'm opening and someone that's like mm, like it's good i wouldn't buy that though like and i'm like yeah i agree like not bad then i open up one and this was when i was in my apartment and it just they're like, did you fart? And I'm like, <laughs> nope, that is coming from the kombucha. <laughs> and, and I'm like, oh. And that, yeah, I was like, yeah, no, this it gets worse, actually. It's like, you get closer, it's it's bad. And I was like, you guys want to try it? They're like, no. I was like, all right, I'm going to try it, though. I made it. So I tried it. I'm like, oh, it, it tastes like how it smells, everyone. <laughs> like, it's, oh, gosh. Yeah. Like, this is bad. And it's, so literally that was like shit in water because <laughs> it, yeah. it, um, it was a mixture of Tulsi or holy basil, however you want to refer to it, moringa leaf and honey. I think it was just those three plus the like flavor of raw kombucha yeah. and it was terrible. See, I don't know what like a raw kombucha tastes like, but like listing those three things off, like Tulsi, Moringa, and honey, like that sounds like it should be good. Right. And that's what <laughs> I, I'm like, okay, like these all sound like interesting, but like I think they'll work. Yeah. They were so, it was so bad. Oh my gosh. So bad. Like, but I might just, I might try to like remake it just for fun. <laughs> Gift it to people like out of spite, like when someone like wronged me. Like, oh hey, I made you this tea. <laughs> like, you could start like an Etsy shop for that of just like gifts to give people you're mad at, and just call it like yeah. fart in a jar or something. Like pe- people will be fine with it. Fart there's a market. I, there's unfortunately a market for it. <laughs> it's that's uh yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know about that one. <laughs> your kitchen might not smell that great, though. I, was say, I don't know if my roommate will, uh, yeah. will abide by that. He might be... Uh, Sacrifices be have to be made. It's okay. Exactly. Hey, you chose to live with me. You knew that I was the tea guy, so <laughs> you got to endorse my experiments. Yeah, of course. <laughs> you ever, like, have you ever like butchered something? Like, Have you ever tried a flavor mixer or combo? Um. So I've only been like mixing things together for a little bit. Okay. And I feel like at the point of when I started like mixing things together, I was pretty versed in like flavors mm-hmm. that I haven't yet. I know it's going to happen. Like I absolutely know it's going to happen. Especially if you start experimenting with herbs and stuff. Yeah. Like, it's going to happen because some are rough yeah and especially like so far i've stuck with things i'm very familiar with Mm -hmm. so it's like been very safe yeah but i know i know it's coming (laughs) (laughs) the the dread in your voice i know it's coming (laughs) and like when that day happens it'll be fine (laughs) it'll suck that there was some wasted herbs 
<laughs> knowing we all probably try to pick apart the ingredients to like save them and start over. <laughs> it makes for fun um, Instagram content. Yeah, people and do enjoy seeing you suffer for your own creation. <laughs> so it's uh, it does yeah it does make for some good stuff. Um, but yeah, have you ever tried ashwagandha? Yes. When we were talking about favorite herbs, I was going to say that's one I'm doing a lot of research on right now because I know okay. it's like supposed to be really calming and I've tried it a few times. Yeah. And I've like, some days I've noticed like, oh yeah, I think this did calm me down. But then I'm also just so skeptical where I'm just like, did I just calm down or did the ashwagandha yeah. calm me down? That's, yeah. That, that's the thing. Um, and that's like, you know, the, the interesting thing is, I read that people enjoy that one a lot at night, like you said, for like calming. Yet a lot of the like herb books that I have talk about how, um, especially in men, it like boosts vitality and like actually gives you like stamina and strength and stuff. And I'm like that, I don't, I don't correlate those two like of calming and then strength. And maybe that's just like a me thing, like not putting those two puzzle pieces together but like, and I always drink it in the morning. Like that's like a, it's a little thing that I just like add. I actually drink bone broth cause I'm weird like that. And I sprinkle it in there mostly because it's like, it's such a strong potent flavor yeah. that I don't know what else I would add it to. That's like the biggest reason I do it. Um, did you say matcha? No, I did not. <laughs> I was like, wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> you just got much on your mind. No. Um, I I guess I shouldn't knock it till I try it. That's the, because I've been proven wrong so many times. That, like my Again, my girlfriend does that all the time. She's like, try this. I'm like, what is it? She says, I'm like, it sounds disgusting. I try it. Oh, shit. That was good. Um, I've mixed it with like a hoji powder and cocoa powder before. That sounds good. And that was really good. That sounds, that sounds actually really good. Yeah. Um, cause it's so for people who haven't had it, it's so bitter. Mm-hmm. It's it's super, super bitter. So if, if I add like just like too much, it lit, it's, it's hard. Like it makes me like shiver, like yeah. to swallow down sometimes. So it's like, there is a fine, I do like it to like a small extent. Um, so adding it to like, a hot chocolate, like where it, yeah. it get cut with that would be really good. Or like something sweet to cut it yeah. in a, in a sense. That's, that's interesting. I might have to try that. Yeah. Hmm. You tried kava? No, I've never heard of that. Yeah. That one. I mean, talk about calming that one. The first couple times I've tried it, it legitimately made me like drunk. Like <laughs> I was like, it was, it's one of the, so I've mentioned this all the time for people listening. Um, if you're going to experiment with new herbs, highly recommend uh, consulting a licensed physician or a doctor before experimenting. Cause some herbs are serious. Um, like they I can really about herbs. Cause I feel like I'm also talking about like really illicit substances because I'm like, yeah. don't necessarily try this at home. Make sure it's <laughs> a safe place. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Cause like, and, and like the weird thing is the first time I tried it, I steeped it like a tea, like hot, like a tea and not much happened. Like it was like, all right, yeah, I'm calm or like, but then again, like, is this just in my mind? Is this like actually the, the kava doing that? And then 
um, my girlfriend recommended, she's like, try cold, try cold brewing it. And I was like, okay, did that. And like I said, I got like drunk. I was like, whoa, this is, and I like looked at her. I'm like, yeah, this is, I'm different. Like this is, (laughs) (laughs) this is working. The change happened. Yeah. Um, And like, yeah, I mean, it was just super like very, it was like the, it's like when you take a few drinks and like, you're just kind of like calming and relaxing and like the, your inhibitions lowered a little bit. It's like (laughs) right there. And so it's like kind of nice. And there's like kava bars in, I know like Colorado and like some States actually have kava bars and stuff like this. Um, It's just an interesting one that I've, dabbled with but and i've brought it up because of the flavor the flavor is pretty potent as well um it's kind of hard to describe it's almost almost but when you try it and someone who has tried it's gonna like probably look at me back no (laughs) but it's almost sour (laughs) but like not like citrusy sour it's like got like a it's just like kind of has like a little bite to it in a sense and I don't know. It's I've mixed it with a few things that have kind of um, made it nice, but I have to look into that one. Yeah, if you're if you're exploring into the the herb realm, it's like like you said, that's a whole. I mean, that's a whole mess of of topics because like, yeah, you can just talk talk about that for days. Yeah, it's super cool that there's just all this all these things just like readily Mm -hmm. available. (laughs) Right. Yeah. All you got to do is look for them, but there's so many things like there's, there was times where I like, my, my partner's really into like supplements and stuff. So we'd be like stuck in a supplement store and I would just like go to the vitamin aisle and I would just like look at all the different like herb Mm -hmm. supplements. And then I would Google like ashwagandha tea, like (laughs) catnip tea. And then there's always been sometimes where I've been like, oh, what is this thing? Like the first time I actually ever saw catnip in tea, I was like, excuse me, I don't think I can consume right. this. And then I was like, oh no, it's going to put me to sleep. I'm going to consume this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's actually in the sleepy time traditional medicinals. Because like that I, would make I've so had so much sense. I'm pretty sure it is that, and like they have like passion flower. Um, yeah, those it are would make those sense because. Like I said, I didn't love the taste of that one. And traditionally, catnip isn't one of those ones that tastes great. Yeah. But it works. <laughs> yeah, but it works. And and for people listening, this is catnip. Like, this is <laughs> – we're talking about the stuff that gets your cats high. <laughs> this is straight up, like, you can – it's, you know, you can make tea for you and your cat. Yeah, you can you share. Can trip together. <laughs> Yeah, you can go on a little spiritual journey with your cat. And yeah, you might get super hyper, then you might fall asleep. Yeah. What happens that, after you're asleep, you won't need to know. The cat can have some. <laughs> that's, that's bizarre. I never really thought about that, like how cats get so wound up with catnip, and it literally is like a depressant. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Interesting. More interesting herb things of like how yeah. they interact with different I guess species. You know, I do uh, on Fridays. I try to do like an, an herb of the, of the day. So, like on mm-hmm. on Fridays, I think catnip. I think this is sealing the deal for tomorrow. 
catnip. <laughs> yeah, catnip's a good one. It's again, it's been one that I've been researching more lately because I had a really good. Well, I had a tea that tasted okay, but made me really sleepy, and mm-hmm. it was called the Seven Deadly Herbs. Ooh. And um, yeah, so I had it had lavender and chamomile in it, but then mm-hmm. it also had catnip, oat straw, valerian root. Um, passion flower. You take like one smell of that and you're going to pass out. Yeah. Like it smells <laughs> atrocious. I like that's the, vale- yeah. Cause valerian's a rough, no, nah, not a rough smell, but it's just a potent. Smell. Yeah. I think it's the oat straw. Yeah. That's the, I, that one. I have not had that. Oh, I, I looked it up. And even the first thing that said was like, it does not smell good when I Googled <laughs> it to like, see like, what is this going to do to me? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, no, I'm getting that. It smells like feet. <laughs> like, oh, geez. Okay. But it was not good. Like the you tea feel. It, yeah. It. Like the tea itself smelled like, like bad feet meets wet dog. But you're not selling me. <laughs> but like it didn't taste that bad. Like that's when the chamomile and the lavender come out a little bit more in the flavor yeah. to like help you yeah, drink the rest. <laughs> I was like, you lied to me. You said you haven't mixed something bad. And now you're telling me that get you drink a wet dog sock. I also didn't mix it. <laughs> it's not my okay, occasion. True. But like true. it's one of those things where like when you can get past and it's only really the like the raw tea that kind of smells. Yeah. Like after yeah. steeped, thankfully, like I think that's why they included lavender and chamomile, like really Probably. just makes it almost makes it like have a sense of nothingness. Like it's like the good and the bad just help cancel out each other. Yeah. It's neutral. It's just net neutral. Yeah. Like it's just like, okay, this tea has a little bit of it. Well, like this water has a little something to it, but like it's fine. Yeah. Um, but like it made me so tired and so calm. So I love that. Wow. Tea. And no matter how weird it smells or tastes, yeah. that tea, like I don't have any right now, but after I move, I am ordering more of that tea. Yeah, for sure. I loved it. Mm. I, I find that fascinating because some of the things that I get questions a lot about, and I don't know if you do as well, but like when I talk about like the herbs and stuff that do certain things, like for instance, like again, ashwagandha, it's, it does these things, but yet inherently you don't feel it like you do with like, cause people, I, I think people who, especially if they're brand new to the, to the herb realm, whatever it's, they associate like, I'm going to feel this like I feel alcohol, like I feel cannabis, like I feel something like that. It hits you like immediately. And like you, you know, when you're drunk, you know, when you're high, you know, when you're this. So it's and some of them. So the ones that like, like you're saying, like, it sounds like, like, I know Valerian kind of did that for me. Yeah, Kava, oat straw. It sounds like maybe oat straw does that as well. I don't, I don't know. Um, so like when those herbs do hit like that, it's, it fascinates me. Yeah. Yeah. So, and because like, there's like that skepticism uh, behind the ones that don't. Yeah. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. almost like the more tame herbs give the like strong herbs a bad reputation. Yeah. Because there's so many people that just like, like uh, still take medicine, but like there's so many people 
feel that like diss on her med, like herbal med- medicine, and it's just like mm-hmm. no, no, no. Still, if your doctor gives you something like oh yeah, <laughs> not, like take your antibiotics if you need them. Like, Again, Tori and I are not licensed yeah. physicians. Well, you're licensed for social work, but yeah. like. <laughs> Not dietitians nor doctors. So. Yeah, like I, I am just, I just Google a lot of I things. Just, yeah, um, we're gonna be honest here. <laughs> I read books and I Google things. Yeah, but it's just like so many people like just shit on herbal medicine. Yeah, because it's like, well, no, they think it's like they think valerian root or like chamomile tea should hit them the same way that like a sleeping pill does, and it's just like yeah. that's not gonna happen. <laughs> no. No, like it might not. make you yawn a little bit. Valerian root will probably make you pretty sleepy, at least in my experiences. Yeah, but I you're agree. not gonna feel like dazed and confused. No, you're you're conscious too. Like you're, yeah. it's just like oh, sleep sounds good now. Yeah. like it's like it like just like the like I always think like it like relieves the tension yeah. in your shoulders. It's just like little things like that. So like. I would say if you're trying an herbal for, for that reason, do it with the intention of thinking about like, okay, like really sip it, smell it, feel it. How do I feel? And like check in with yourself. Don't just like drink it sporadically, like while you're doing other shit and then like, yeah. Expect you just to it to hit you like a wall. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you drink valerian root while you're working, you're probably still gonna be able to get your work done. <laughs> exactly. It's not just gonna hit you like that. <laughs> you're not impaired. No. <laughs> this might be a little like, huh? I could go for a nap right now. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and that's yeah. That's a. I don't. I personally, I, I like that because like when I take any, if I take like a Benadryl or something. I have like a hangover effect yeah. and it's, it's disgusting. Like I feel gross the next day. So like I always personally turn to these, these like herbs before I try like anything and everything I can before turning to medicine, yeah. like pharmaceutical the medicine. Yeah. That's just me personally. And yeah. like how I think. I'm the same way. And it's, yeah. I don't know. And it's, it's cool because there's also things like, like chamomile is like the, the, front runner of like sleepy teas, right? Like everybody sure. talking about chamomile, Everyone but it's also that, yeah. like great for stomach aches. Yeah. So yeah. like I drink chamomile in the middle of the day so often. <laughs> yeah. Because I'll get a stomach ache and I'll just be like, oh, I'll have some chamomile with some peppermint. Mm-hmm. And then oh. it's just like, I'll, I'll tell that to people or I'll recommend it to somebody that tells me they have stomach ache and they'll be like, but I don't want to fall asleep. And I'm like, it's not going to happen. <laughs> I yeah, I tell people that too. Like the the chamomile that I sleep or that I drink at night, it's like you mentioned earlier. It's the routine of having lavender and chamomile at night that makes me like ready for bed. Not the actual lavender and chamomile. I drink it. I I drink tea with lavender and chamomile all the time in the middle of the day, like yeah. just because I, I like the flavors. So it's like no, it's it's not one of those things. But the the stomach ache thing that that is a thing. Like it's like. Ginger, I know, is a huge one for stomach aches yeah. um, that I always go to, but chamomile is like just up there as well. Yeah. It's and peppermint and spearmint stuff like that. Yeah, really I used awesome. to. Um, 
So I, I'm actually allergic to ginger, which makes me mad because oh, it's no. so great for so many <laughs> I things. I love ginger. <laughs> I know. And it's really hard as a tea drinker because like ginger is just one of those things that's in so many it is. things. And a lot of, yeah. Um, but before, because this was like an, a late onset allergy, I guess. I don't know. It actually developed while I was working at David's Tea. Because I kept being like, why does my throat feel hmm. so itchy? And like, it's closing whenever I try something. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> we're like, maybe you shouldn't be drinking it. <laughs> um, but there was this tea called North African Mint. And it's a green tea. And it has, I'm guessing some sort of mint. I think it's peppermint, fennel, ginger, Mm, um, I think those might be the three main herbs that are in it. But like for a long time, I was like, if you're sick and that doesn't help you, that's when you need to go to the doctor because it, like, it was just right? like, anytime I felt this little bit of sickness or anything and I would drink that, it fixed everything. And same for my partner, like even into my allergy, I would make it for him. And like, it would pretty much, if he actually drank it, like fix yeah. anything. Yeah. No, those, all those herbs sound, I mean, I, I love fennel is one of those too. That flavor is so good. It's it's such like a because people compare it often to licorice. Yeah. And I don't like licorice that much, but it's different and mm, I don't know. Yeah. Fennel's good. I'm not really a big good. fan of the taste. Okay. But can appreciate the fact that the f- it yeah. like helps with my stomach aches. Because it like yeah. I've I have found that it does. Um or just like yeah. general, like if you have a cold, like fennel is great. Like mm-hmm. the, the properties, I guess, would be the proper way to to phrase it. I appreciate its properties. Yeah. I've heard that there's even studies with fennel and um, like PMS mm-hmm. and and like just like the cramping that you, you get. That's interesting. That I, I do not... No. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot speak from experience. <laughs> cannot speak from experience, but that is uh I've seen some research papers on that and hmm. That's just, cool. I've never heard know. of that one. Yeah, there's a there's a few herbs that keep popping up for um PMS yeah. that I keep. No, saying. raspberry leaf is a big one. Raspberry leaf, uh the, the podcast I just posted today actually, we talked a lot about raspberry leaf because she was drinking essential with raspberry leaf. Mm. And yeah, it's uh, I don't know. I have yet to try it because the she she made it sound like the flavor. Would have you tried it? Yeah. Before? Okay. So what is the what's the flavor like from your experience? Honestly, to me, it tastes like raspberry. Oh. And I don't know if I'm just drinking ones with like flavorings added to them. Interesting. Um, yeah. I've had one that also has like cranberry in it, and that one has been really good because it just has that like well-rounded like red berry taste to it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but to me, it's just like a little bit sweet, I guess. Mm. But like sweet in like the fruity sense, not like yeah. dessert. Yeah, yeah, interesting. I've I have to try it because like how, like how she was mentioning she was mentioning that it has no flavor. It's very, oh. and that's probably like more accurate than how I've described it. It is very light. Like I usually use a lot when I make raspberry leaf tea and it's really clumpy. Like it's not like loose. It's not like loose leaf tea. (laughs) (laughs) Really clumpy. Like it like sticks together. Like it makes me think of like not Play-Doh, but just like, like foam, like play foam kind of. How it yeah. just like sticks together. That's what it makes me think of. Hmm. 
Have you had chrysanthemum? Yes. My giant bag of lavender tea that I just finished off also had sprinkles of chrysanthemum. (laughs) Okay. Does it clump up like that? Kind of, yeah. Yeah, because the ones that I've had have literally been like full-on flowers, like chrysanthemum flowers. And first of all, that flavor is – it's like a floral hay. (laughs) It's kind of – Kind of tastes like a like there's a light floralness to it, but it's hay. <laughs> so, um, and I don't know like the properties. What's good with chrysanthemum too much? I don't know, I don't know I if feel you know. Like anything. It might be like a calming thing too. I feel like a lot of like floral, floral like, get yeah. lumped into calming. <laughs> yeah, and I don't, again, is that just because of lavender and chamomile? Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of the ones that are not calming. And I get Jasmine. See, I don't I know. Like Jas- <laughs> I do too. I do too. <laughs> so, um, okay. <laughs> I don't know. Can't think of one off the top of my head. Yeah. I'll have to- Maybe like a sunflower. Ooh, sunflower. Oh, so this actually just like reminds me of, um, I had uh, a girl, Jordan from her tea company is Jordan and Jane's. I had her on the podcast and she is studying what's called astro herbology um, where it's basically like the mixture of studying herbs and also astrology into one. So it's like, if you're someone who believes in like, I'm a Gemini, so I, whatever, I don't actually don't even know what that means, but it means like, I'm the way that I, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So that's what that means. But Basically, like, so the reason I am the way that I am is because of a planet, I think. I think. I don't know. I could be very But so she was explaining that that's similar with not only humans, but with plants as well. Hmm. And so, like, sunflower, like you were saying, is one of those that she was saying is like a fire it's a fire sign oh. and I'm, and I'm not the one who should be talking about this because, <laughs> like, as you can probably tell, I don't know much. Um, but so it has properties of fiery stuff. Yeah. I wonder <laughs> if like the more soothing ones then would be like water and air signs. Right. Like, cause like right? those seem know. like more calming elements. Yeah, I would agree. Although hurricanes are pretty. Yeah. <laughs> Water can be soothing, but it can also just like really fuck you up. (laughs) Hurricanes and tornadoes and tsunamis kind of suck. (laughs) (laughs) But at the same time, yeah, I would agree with you because what's the other one? Earth, then Earth. What? Yeah, that doesn't sound as soothing. Like it sounds just man, not as soothing. And fire never really sounds soothing to me. I saw. um, It's funny that you brought up like the astrology thing because there was a a booklet in a subscription box I got um, last week that had like tea recommendations for your sign. And Mm. when I was a tea addict, David's tea, my coworkers would laugh at me because I loved making iced traditional teas. Like I love, I love an iced Taiwanian. It's so good, but I also love iced like Gaikuro and I love just like iced Sencha and, um, um, like Paimudian, like I just love iced traditional teas. And the one for my sign, which was cancer, was and it was specifically for iced teas, like yeah, okay. was Gaikuro. And I was like, 
And I was like, I don't know how much research the people uh, that wrote this actually did. <laughs> but, yeah. but like, right. this is me. <laughs> wow. That's I wild. Now, do you, yeah, I feel very seen. <laughs> And that's a, that's the goal I think of, of all those make you feel seen, um, make make Tori feel seen. Um, but do do you ever make ice cubes out of the tea that you're gonna? Yes, yeah, like the tea, right? Not the leaves, because I've seen people yeah, do yeah. that too. That I think is oh. kind of weird. I don't like the leaves. Like I'm not a grandpa style kind of person. Yeah, no, that's um, no, I was talking more of the sweet yeah. tea, <laughs> not the not the leaves. But that's because I keep seeing that for like making like an iced matcha latte, you make the matcha ice cubes. I just don't have an ice tray. Otherwise, I would for sure be doing that. It's something that's an easy investment too. It's it's a fun way to like mix different teas together too. Like I've done like um, like more herbal tea, like fruit based teas in the ice tray, and then use those cubes with like a to ice like a hot gaikoro yeah and it's really cool like to have like a like a blueberry herbal tea or just like some sort of like berry tea and then you just like add the traditional tea to it and it becomes this whole new thing yeah goes back to just like putting shit in water but just like in all the different ways Put shit in water and freeze that water. Yeah, and then you <laughs> freeze mix that shit water. water and shit in them together. <laughs> <laughs> I might get that tattooed after this. <laughs> I might have to get a tattoo. What's T, t equals shit in water? <laughs> I sounds bad. I don't, I don't like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, have you ever mixed around with like cocktails and stuff? I have. I don't really like drink much i when i first started my blog i was all about tea cocktails and then like i just i don't really just drink anymore yeah. but i also like i loved making boozy lattes with like baileys and the different flavors baileys would come out with um mm-hmm. but i loved so before i stopped drinking like like i mentioned like i have a lot of stomach issues so yeah. when i was a younger gal <laughs> <laughs> I would partake in alcohol from time to time. Yeah, I would true. always get like a stomach ache and before I would even get drunk. Like I would have like two cocktails and like I love a good cocktail. Um but like the sugar in the juices and stuff would just yeah. like eat at my stomach and I would yeah. like wouldn't be able to drink anymore. And like yeah. I'd be the awkward one ordering water after my first or second cocktail and then being done for the night like a grandmother. Yeah. <laughs> and um when i started making like tea and like specifically iced tea um i was like oh this is great because it doesn't have all the sugar in it yeah that like traditional mixes would so i really like one of my favorites was mixing um like making a tea concentrate out of palm grateful from david's tea which is like a pomegranate white tea mm, um and then mixing that with gin and lime that sounds amazing. Yeah, and a little bit of like sparkling water because it was kind of like a gin fizz, and it was yeah. so good. That one came out because I was trying to recreate a cocktail I had on a cruise ship that was like a pomegranate gin fizz, and I was like, "Well, I have this tea, and I have gin. Yeah, I have the ability to add something fizzy to it." Mm-hmm. So I did that, and it was great. Like if I was to make a cocktail tonight, that's what I would want to make. For sure, you know it's inspiring. So I'm kind of with you on like I 
drank a lot in uh, in my high school and college years. Yeah. So now I'm like, mm, yeah, I, I'm, I'm over it. Like I'll, I'll definitely still like drink on occasion, but like it's not my favorite thing to do. Um, but I've like recently, I think it, I also like to drink when it gets like warmer out. Yeah. Like, it's just like a patio thing. Season. Yeah. Patio season. Exactly. I'm, I'm all about that. So um, now that it's starting to get like nice out, I've been kind of having like a hankering to like mess around with like some of the fruitier teas that I have. Yeah. And that's so like, you're inspiring me. And I'm in my, I don't, again, I don't have like alcohol in my house just cause I don't yeah. drink. I'm like, it's pointless to have it here. But my roommate, I, he just became my roommate a few months ago and he's he likes to enjoy like a, a beverage like once in a while and he and i'm like looking at a bottle of gin i'm like i wonder if he'd be mad if i experimented <laughs> with that <laughs> with that bottle right now you can also like, infuse tea into the alcohol directly that's, and that's, that's what i want to do that's uh, what i really want i have in my friend group a pretty like famous sangria recipe that involves steeping um like a peach herbal tea in wine and then like you add all the sangria things right like you add the fruit and stuff and my so my partner doesn't drink like at all like less so even than me (laughs) we had like just before covid hit we had like my roommate and his new girlfriend over and we and like me and my partner and we were just like playing games and hanging out and i had made the sangria and all of a sudden it was gone. And I was like, I only had like two drinks. I'm so confused. Yeah. But like, I had also been drinking like some other things on the side. Cause I was like, I don't drink often. So I want to try all the cool canned cocktails. Like, yeah. the white cloth. Why not? <laughs> like, but, and I hadn't seen him. Like, I thought he was nursing the same cup all night and then yeah, he just disappeared. Like- <laughs> and I found out three days later, he had been like sick during that time. And it's because he drank the entire thing. Oh, no. Because it tasted like juice. And he's making juice. Uh, did he think it was juice? He knew it was not oh, juice. Okay, I was like, oh, no, that's even worse. <laughs> it would have been very funny if he didn't. But, no, that would have been funny. It, just, like, it had tasted so non-alcoholy yeah. and so smooth yeah, that he was able to drink an entire jug of it. By himself, even though he never drinks. And yep. so be careful with your tea cocktails. <laughs> but like, yes. it's, it's super fun to like, and when I, when I was a tea guide, cause this, that was in my younger years, one of my coworkers one night was like, oh, this person's asking for a good tea to mix an alcohol. Like you've mixed more teas on the wall with alcohol than anything here. Can you go help them? And I was like, why do I feel like I'm being shamed? Like, yeah. <laughs> that shameful or was that uh, oh it's funny that's good i and see i'm because of that like i don't i typically don't like mixing my alcohol what's so just because like of the sugar like you you yeah. mentioned like it tears up your stomach and stuff like that like i experienced like that with like sugar and yeah. stuff too so but again i don't know something about like an iced like like if i like, i want to get like a small bottle of vodka, a small bottle of tequila, and a small bottle of gin, like a clear yeah. alcohol and just mess around. Like with, I have, cause I have so many tea, like teas and like fun flavors that I'm like, right. something would hit, something would hit right. Yeah. And yeah. And there's even know. like teas out there that are like, especially more in that like herbal and fruit infusion area that are like inspired by cocktails. 
And it was always really fun for me to like play with those and try to make the cocktail it's inspired by using that tea. So like if something tastes like a pina colada, I want that to be the base of a pina colada. Or if something is like a mojito, I want to use it to make a mojito. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's a, that's a cool way of experimenting with tea and I don't know, just messing around and maybe inspiring non-tea drinkers to attempt. Yeah. I want to try now that I'm not really like drinking ever. Um, I want to try doing something similar, but with like dessert inspired teas. So I want to try making like the desserts that inspired it by like amalgamating the tea into it somehow. Like um, one of my favorite tea companies and one of my dearest friends, um, like dessert by Deb. I'm not sure if you've heard of them. Amazing company. One woman, one woman run show. Um, She obviously, as the name suggests, (laughs) sells dessert and treat inspired teas and i just keep thinking like oh like it would be really cool to like make a like one of my first loves from her collection is was a matcha cream puff and it would be so cool to like make the pastry but then infuse the tea into the cream right yeah it would just be so cool so that's i think in my world of experimenting with tea i think that's next yeah, that's that's a fun one. I've dabble. I mean, matcha is one of those easy ones that you can dabble with baking and like with desserts. Um, I made some matcha cookies that are so amazing. I I freaking love. Yeah. Them. Um, but there's I made Earl Grey shortbread cookies before. Those are super good too, and so easy. It was like such an easy recipe. Um, and then I made an elderberry tea cake. That sounds that was, Yeah, that one that one was fun. It was the first real cake I've ever made, like from scratch. <laughs> and it went well. It was a little dry, so I think I overbaked it a little too much. But just from watching all the baking shows that I do, I'm like, ah yes, I overbaked it. <laughs> <laughs> I picked up on that. Um but it's like the frosting was like elderberry and then it was a lemon cake. Ooh. And so it was it was actually really good. Yeah. Those are that's super cool. That's a, that's yeah. That sounds delicious. Yeah. So what else? What are, what's kind of next for you? When like, do you have any fun projects coming up? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> you, got, you got moving. Yeah, yeah. And then like, I'm kind of on hiatus from the podcast right now, just because it was really hard juggling starting a new job yeah. and moving. And life, like just all the yeah. things. Um, so that's probably like the next exciting thing. Um, oh, I, I started this month. I started a new series on my blog called like Mental Health Mondays, but it's all about like tea with mental health. Um, nice. Because there's so many things that go into it, like the ceremony and then the different herbs and um even just like finding ways to practice like self-care and tea, like Gong Fu or even like um, tea blending is something I've been into recently. And it's just very like therapeutic with all the smells and the making something out of nothing kind of thing. Um, So that's kind of my latest project. But then after that, I don't really know. I feel like I'm one of those people that's kind of impulsive creatively 
but that's also how I thrive. Like, I feel like my best ideas are also things that I like when I come up with one, I just have to do it now. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. I have a really good idea for like when advent calendar season comes back, but like okay. I thought of that in like December of last year. And then I was like mad at myself for not thinking about it like four months earlier. Yeah. So yeah, that's <laughs> hopefully something and like something to just like unite the tea community. Um, Ooh, I like that. Yeah. The tea community is like a really big part of my life at this point. So awesome. I've, think that a lot of my like inspiration lately has just come from ways to talk to people like it's no longer about like writing reviews and just like putting them into the void for me like it's very much of a like well what would what would my friends want to see like what would my friends think is cool like and not in like a a high school way where I'm like I want to look good in front of my friends it's like we're having these conversations so why don't we share them so people that don't have as cool friends as we did <laughs> yeah. can also like find them and access them. Yes. So yeah. Yeah. That was a really long winded answer. I, I love it. And <laughs> it's all, all awesome things because I mean, one, your the mental health Monday thing that you have going is, is a really cool kind of, I've been doing um, tea meditation yeah, every Every morning when I get up and I make my tea, usually you've posted your tea meditation by then. So then I like, yeah, and I look at your Instagram story because I know you had Jasmine this morning, right? That's super creepy, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) So creepy. (laughs) Yes. No, I, uh, I don't know. It's like for me, it's goes back to like that intuitive drinking. So I just kind of intuitively think of what I want that day. And also, it's a fun way of, I like the education aspect of tea. So it's like, all right, this is a fun way where someone can just like kind of know I'm pretty, I'm pretty good about doing it most mornings, but like someone can kind of just go to my story and learn about a tea. Cause I, I do like today's meditations brought to you by, and then I say the tea and then the next couple slides will be, I don't know, a few different. Um, yeah. A few different like history facts about the tea. So yeah, no, we, uh, I really like doing those and making it, one, it's something that I do in my practice. And I was like, eh, I can just share this practice with people, maybe inspire someone to take some time for their own mental health, as well as throw in a little education piece by doing like those history slides after each and every, like, yeah, so, like a jasmine green tea, like this is how it's made, or this is like, where the flavors come from, it, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's super interesting that you do that extra step because it's hmm. like, I don't know. And for you, it's probably like part of your morning routine at this point where it's just like, I'm going to wake up, I'm going to pick what tea I want. And then I'm going to like write a little bit about it. Yeah. Like it's just, it's a super cool way to like probably get your mind going and like get your brain ready for the day. Yeah. Yeah. That is at this point, it is a, it's a really nice routine. Um, So I don't know, just like little things like that. I th- and like you going back to like what you're doing with like the mental health Monday. I just, it's, it's all kind of, in my opinion, a part of the tea experience. So mm-hmm. it's something that I, I like seeing when people kind of dive into that. Um, it's a really cool, yeah, it's a really cool venture to dive into. And then you were saying um, 
what was the other thing that you you said besides the advent calendar? You had, I feel like you had another thing that I thought was cool. Now I'm blanking on it. Okay. I think the only thing I mentioned was bringing back my podcast. Oh yeah, duh, the podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're on a podcast. The podcast. Yeah. <laughs> this thing. <laughs> this this thing. Yeah. No, that's that's cool. Like I, because and that's that was honestly like one of the reasons I was like, oh, I, was, I feel like you kind of started yours almost just around the same time I started mine. And I was like, Oh sweet. Like this is fun. Um, and that's, I wanted, I didn't really know you too well. I mean, I just kind of wanted to, or I was just looking at your Instagram stuff. And so that was one of the main reasons I wanted to like get you on this podcast was give you a chance to be the, <laughs> on, the, the guest, opposite side. Yeah, on the opposite side, share, share your story and everything. And uh, I don't know just it was and again i always just love doing this because i get to meet people that yeah i see all your posts and everything but i don't actually really know you and so now it's like i get to know you and it's fun like that yeah it's that's my favorite thing about having a podcast also is just like i don't know what it is in my brain, but I'm fascinated by people's stories. Like I, I love just like going to a bookstore and just like picking up a biography, even if I don't Mm. know the person, because there's so many, there's so much wisdom in like everybody's stories. And when you're, when it's your story, you don't realize it. Yeah. Like some people do like there's Ted talks and things like, some people know. <laughs> Some people know cool. that they're cool. Yeah, <laughs> like us, we know we're cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's why we have podcasts. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we like. I wanted to hear people's stories, and it's funny because every person I've reached out to to be on the podcast has been like okay, like, yeah, sure. But they, they're all like, I'm, I'm not that interesting. And that's what yeah. every single person says. And I'm sure you've had that experience. Yep. Almost yep. everybody says, I'm not that interesting. Mm-hmm. And I just say, don't worry about it. That's always my response. Don't worry about it. Yep. And without a fail, like every time I'm having a conversation with something on a podcast, there's something that's just like that moment, you know, where there's mm-hmm. that little kernel of wisdom unfortunately mine will probably be throwing shit in water it is you <laughs> don't have a choice at that. Moment. you don't have a choice it is that <laughs> <laughs> but um the, there's always something with people where it's just like that moment of cl- let clicks where it's like that's that's their lesson that they have for all of us exactly and like i'll be talking with people and then i'll have to like grab my phone and make a note of like the timestamp that we're on because i'm like this is the moment like this is that this is what they needed to share with the world and it's yeah. so cool because it's also so simple because it's just two people having a conversation sure. but everybody every single person in this world and i promise if you're listening this is your motivational moment <laughs> every single person in this world has something to share has some cool experience or has learned some cool lesson or has learned a lesson that they can help share us so we don't have to learn that lesson the hard way. Like yeah. there's just there's little things in everybody's stories. Or even just about their personality and their outlook on life that is worth hearing. And that's a, such a cool thing about like the world of podcasts. Mm-hmm. Cuz like I'll turn on a random podcast where I have no idea who the person is. But I learn something or I get 
wrapped up into it in some way. Yeah. And it's so cool. Yeah. I couldn't agree with you more. I think the best way I've I've almost heard it is let other people make that decision. If you're going to be cool or not, like if you're going to be, it's like, trust me, you have something to say. Like it's, it's amazing. Like you, we're, we are our most, harsh critics so of course we're around each other or we're around ourselves like all day of course we're not going to find what we do each and every day the most interesting but trust me you've experienced a lot more things than i've never experienced in my life and you have and you have a story about that that i'm going to find interesting and that's that's helped me because i've always told myself to take that mentality with everybody i meet um and podcasting has helped me do that because at first I was like almost being, I like wanted to almost be exclusive about like who I had on the podcast. And then I like looked at myself in the mirror. I'm like, the fuck is that? Like, no, like, <laughs> like who am I to judge who is worthy enough to be on a podcast? Like, I don't know. Like everybody should be like, cause everybody does have something cool to say. Yeah give someone a platform that who doesn't normally get a platform. So it's, uh, I know I've gotten like messages from family members. that are like, I want to be on like, do something cool. Well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's family. <laughs> I can do that to my family. <laughs> I'm like, no. Yeah. I've always thought like before I started a tea podcast, I always thought it would be such a cool concept. And this is like, this is the social worker in me, but yeah. to just like pull random people off the street and interview them. I've seen I've seen podcasts yeah. like that. Yeah, and I didn't I know that's... that was a thing for a while until George, who appeared on a few episodes of my podcast, told me that was a thing. Okay. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, I guess I'm not that brilliant. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's kind of the the like outlook I try to take with my podcast is just like, hey, like random Instagram friend, come come be on this podcast, and they'll be like, I'm not that interesting, and I'll be like, no. Like, you are i promise yeah you, yeah you are come on <laughs> let's talk and like yeah that's that's like the thing too is like i tell people i have a tea podcast and they're but i'm like eh, it's not really like yeah, yeah like we talk a, a lot about tea like and every conversation there will be a tea talk within yeah. it that's why i call these tea talks but yeah. at the same time like it's just a it's a conversation like yeah. i, I want to get to know this person better like i want to like my favorite are like the people I have never talked to because like, I don't know their story at all, but it's, yeah, I don't, I don't know. There's, I I really love it. And it's, it's something I know now that I've done it and am continuing to do it. It's something I'm going to just continue to do because it's so it's, it's fun. Like you, like you were talking about with David's tea about like rejuvenating you. Yeah. That's like podcasting for me. Yeah. And that like, that's very much, kind of why I started my blog and then started my podcast because it was yeah. like when I started my blog, I had just moved. I move a lot. <laughs> There's a theme here. I move a lot. Yeah. Um, and I like, I moved to a city where I didn't really have any friends. I was doing my master's, which is I be educated and I'm probably going to have another master's degree soon, but like doing a master's is that's awful as like dental work <laughs> like if anybody on an admissions board is ever listening to this that's not me but <laughs> but like doing a master's is brutal like it's debilitating and 
but then like mix that with not having friends to like relate to. Like I, I just come out of that and started in, and then after that started a new job where I had major imposter syndrome. Cause I was like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. And I just needed somewhere to connect and I needed people to talk to me about the things I like, like to speak my language. Yeah. And I was just like, I'm going to start a T-blog. And I thought I'd be like one of 12 T-bloggers. And right? there's yeah. like freaking thousands of us. Yeah. And it's so cool. And that became like my cool place to go. Like mm-hmm. I started talking to people, just like commenting on posts. Like this is so cool. Meeting all these fun people. Went to the Toronto Tea Festival. And that felt so energizing after. Dang, which yeah. like was right before COVID. <laughs> I, yeah. It's funny because I had like COVID when that, cause I was in February and COVID was just like, it wasn't really a thing in Canada yet, but kind of, and if it was, it was going to be in Toronto. Yeah. And I remember like bringing hand sanitizer and telling my partner, like, don't touch the railings. <laughs> yeah. No one does. It's like, I, it's don't touch the ground. Yeah. You got to levitate. <laughs> yeah. It was like, like that was my version of COVID was just like, don't touch the railings. Just in case yeah. we're like cut to now this year and probably next year are canceled for tea festivals. I know. Um, I know but I then, it was just like my blog became this place where I got my energy back. And then even though that was still my place where I got my energy back, I was like, okay, what can I do to keep it going? Like, what can I do to get Mm -hmm. even more energy and more connection? And that's when the podcast came because I was listening to podcasts all the time. And I love listening to people's stories. Yeah. And like, this sounds kind of weird, but like the beauty of vulnerability kind of like, Like when you're a podcast guest, you don't know, especially the interview style that you and I like where we're just kind of like, Hey, just talk. (laughs) Like there's so much beauty in just like being like, okay, just talk about what you want to talk about. And that vulnerability that like, I don't know. It's such, it's such a huge part of like my safe place Mm -hmm. at this point. Mm hmm. Yeah. I don't remember why I went on that tangent. So I apologize. That was a beautiful tangent. Yeah. It's uh no, it's 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 so true. It's just the I think like you said, the the, the vulnerability. I, I what I love is when people forget that they're on a podcast and <laughs> like then like they just like are just talking and then all of a sudden they'll be conscious like, oh like I had someone like say like oh like I said something and they're like Man, I should be writing this down. Like that was something good. I'm like, hey, don't worry. I'm recording you can play this. Back, yeah. I'm like, and they're like, oh yeah. <laughs> they're like, yeah, this is gonna be a thing. I'm like, yeah, you're on a podcast. We're three hours into this. You're on a podcast. Like, hope you don't mind. Like, I guess I don't have people sign anything, but do you yeah. consent to me recording this? Yeah, I've definitely I thought ask. about that a few times. I was like, maybe I should be like covering my ass somehow. But I mean, that would be some shady thing as a guest, like to agree via messaging. Like, yeah. I agree to come on. And I, yeah. I, you, and you would, like you'll be fine in a court of law. Hey, don't try this. Out. <laughs> yeah. Don't try this out right now. <laughs> There's so many disclaimers in this podcast. I right? Like, like, I feel like a very dangerous person, even though we've talked about like teas and herbal medicine. I know. Right. Like, oh, geez. Uh, I'm going to get canceled after this, after this episode. <laughs> oh that's funny um no yeah the the podcasting thing though is 
I'm, I'm glad to be alive in the time of podcasting because it's, um, yeah, like you said, it's just, you said it so well, just learning from some, the one thing I can't agree with you though, is about an autobiography. I, I cannot do that. <laughs> I think they're boring. I, I love them. Yeah. It's if I was able to talk to that person. Yeah. I'm all yeah. about that, but it's, I can't, I'm just listening to them talk at me for how, and for me, I'm a slow reader. So talk at me for, for a week or two weeks or however long. So, yeah. I don't read them as much more now that I'm like working because I listen to people talk at me all day. Yeah. But like, I don't know. When I wasn't doing that, it was just like so interesting to be like, mm. oh, they have this story. And I, I think I even then, like it was more so before podcasts. But now, like like one of my favorite podcasts is Armchair Expert. Um, with Dak Shepard. Oh, it's it's so good. Oh, but it's literally okay. just like yeah. an interview style podcast. And it's just yeah. on like every Monday he has like a celebrity and then every Thursday he has some sort of expert. Um okay. so like it's just people's stories and I've thrown on people that I don't even know who are and they're so interesting. Or like I learned so much about like Bill Nye the science guy. <laughs> It's just yeah. super cool. And like, it just came out of like the first time I ever listened to a podcast was because he had um, Chelsea Handler, who is one of my favorite comedians on. And I had just read her book that was kind of like autobiographical before that yeah. interview. And I was like, Oh, I want to listen to this. Yeah. And then I found all these other people's stories. And then I was like, this is so cool. Yeah. That's awesome. That's yeah. really cool. Trying to think like uh, the, I don't know, like the, it's not very um, unique, but I, I actually got drawn into podcast from the Joe Rogan experience. Mm -hmm. That one's, uh, I mean, like people, I love it when people say it's the Oprah for men. Um, <laughs> kind of, I haven't heard of that, that makes a I mean, lot of sense. <laughs> it makes a lot of sense. And, uh, and yeah, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not ashamed to, to say that I'm drawn to, I mean, he does he has people on that like i, I mean i do brazilian jiu-jitsu he's very much into that like about the health like and the scientists that he has on are really cool but um yeah i don't know just like again it just goes back to conversing and meeting people that's that's really all all it is for me is just yeah. having a chance to to meet someone new um put a face to like a name and hear a cool story and shit i don't know just just learn just never-ending learning cycle that's yeah. the that's the fun yeah we definitely think like the internet is where all the wealth of knowledge is but it's really like in all of us because we've all person, a lot yeah. of shit but we've also all experienced a lot of shit we've all, yeah and who's putting the shit out there for us to google yeah it's right? a it's someone it's a person yeah. so it's like go to the source i guess yeah, like that's yeah. the, that's kind of that's what I'm all about. I, that's what I love. If I could, I would just find the person and go talk yeah. to them. But obviously, I mean, that's what Google literally does. It's like, hey, you don't have to go to the person. Yeah. Or like Here's everything we enjoy was discovered by a person that just like took a little risk. We enjoy tea because some guy decided to put that in water someday. Yeah. I <laughs> well, I, I heard there's rumors it was an accident. So. <laughs> well, that was just in my chat. 
But, just, no, that one involves, yeah, I don't think there was murder in the original <laughs> cup of tea. I think that one was a peaceful. I think that one was peaceful. But like, yeah, but like, how cool would that be to like, been this person where it's like, I took this plant and I dried it out and then I threw it in some hot water and it tasted like this cool thing and it made me feel some sort of way (laughs) and now now it's just like everywhere right like every everything or like the first person that discovered like milk like there's all these like that one weirds me out right it weirds me out too but like every little like everything we consumed happens because somebody just like took a risk people don't just start consuming random things Again, another disclaimer. (laughs) It's like, hey, Tori told me to do this, so I'm gonna start doing it. (laughs) Yeah, horrible influence. (laughs) But um, like every everything we enjoy and experience happens because somebody else decided to try that thing. Yeah. And like, there are some things we should not try, and that also comes from somebody taking that risk. And now we learn, like, don't eat that. Like, Mm -hmm. don't stand in poison ivy. Like, (laughs) yeah. Like, it's just part of the human experience. But yeah, it gets published online, but there's humans behind all of that. Yeah. And something like um, I heard recently about, actually, I shared it on my story. You might have seen this. It was uh, from Gary V. I don't know if you listen to him at all or, or know much about him, but he's just an entrepreneur guy who loves building new businesses and stuff. And he, um, he was on a podcast and there was this clip was from the podcast about asking how you discover your passion. Like how do you, and his answer was try new things, like literally experiment. Like you're not going to know by just Googling things like, no, by actually getting out there and trying something. So like, I didn't know if I was going to like a podcast, like doing a podcast. I did it and I really like it. So it's like, Oh, okay, cool. I tried it. It, it works. But there's a lot of things that I've tried in my life that I don't like. <laughs> and, but again, like that goes back to the whole, like for me personally, I, I like look at like the regrets in my life are most of the time, the things that I have not done. Yeah. And I regret like not doing them or at least giving them a shot. Yeah. And, um, yeah, sorry for you. For it's you. okay. You it's, just look really profound with the like rainbow coming. Yeah, in the if people, if people saw it, this is an audio only podcast. But if you saw, I'm like glowing in uh, <laughs> and then in the sun, in the sun or sunset. It's, <laughs> yeah, so I keep pushing my my camera further away from me. But yeah, sorry about that. that was, it is a, uh, it's a profound moment. And it's, like it's a, a profound moment things. with the sun coming in and like, it's, yeah, I don't know. It's beautiful out um, for a beautiful earth day. But yeah. So it's like, again, I, I just like the, the idea of trying new things, putting yourself out there. I think one of the best things in my life was moving and sounds like you kind of had a similar experience with was moving to a place where I knew no one. I, I moved to Minneapolis, had no friends here. My brother was living here and I moved with my now ex and my brother, like after I moved here, like six months after I moved here, moved back to Chicago mm-hmm. and then me and my ex, <laughs> we broke up. Yeah. And so I was like, oh shit, I know no one here. Yeah. And so I was forced to either sit and wallow or go and try new things and meet new people and do stuff like that. And it, 
helped me discover like what I like, what I like. Yeah. Just the shit that made me feel good. And I mean, that's why I started down this tea path. Like it's a, it's just, you look and like all the decisions I made to get me to this exact moment. It, yeah, it's just, yeah. it's wild. And I don't know. So that's motivation. Like you said, for the day, yeah. go try something new. <laughs> yeah. If you were looking for a sign, this is it. <laughs> yeah, this is it. Go, go try something. Go do that thing that you had interest in maybe that one time and it just kind of nag, nags at you. Yeah. Go sign up for that class or do yeah, that. Or thing. apply for that job. Just, or, just yeah. do it. It's not going to hurt you to do, like, to try. Right. Unless it's or, something like, like, I don't know, like something physically risky. Don't, maybe don't do that. <laughs> well, there's always those things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Disclaimer, geez, don't do the thing that you know is going to be bad for you. It's like uh, there's a quote um, where it's courage is knowing you're going to get hurt, but doing it anyways. Stupidity is knowing you're going to get hurt, but doing it anyways. Yeah. It's like, and that's why life is challenging yeah. <laughs> is because is this courageous and brave or is this stupid? Yeah. Yeah, don't do the stuff that you know is inherently stupid. Yeah, there's a very okay? fine line. <laughs> Exactly. So again, I think that's the fourth or fifth disclaimer <laughs> in this episode. Um, I feel like I'm doing them now every episode. <laughs> I just got to do one episode like where it's just me talking like, hey, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a this. Yeah. I'm not a this. So don't really take me seriously. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe I'll just like record something and throw it on the beginning of every podcast. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I, that's, I wrote like, right, like, three to five posts a week, depending on the week. And I feel like always, at least in one of them, I have to write, I am not a doctor at some point. Right. I know. <laughs> I know. Especially when I get into the herbal stuff. Yeah. I, mean, I, I just have like the phrase saved, like the paragraph that I throw yeah, at the end I, I do of too. Like, all my podcasts that like, say copy paste. All right. <laughs> and we're good. Cause like, yeah, that's like the word I I've, have you ever had like people comment on your posts or something like being mean or like being like, you're not a doctor. You're not this. Like, why are you saying this? No, people I, have always been pretty nice. Yeah. I, I had, I had one, one lady. <laughs> she, I had one person like get really mad at me for not posting like a throwback Thursday once. <laughs> oh, that's a little different. <laughs> that's the extent of my drama. <laughs> yeah, no, it was a, uh, yeah, sorry. Again, the, the whole halo effect happening. I can't fix it at this point. Um, yeah, no, I, I had one time um, on one of my like herbal posts that I, I have on my blog, um, a lady commented, she's like, you're about tea, not about herbs. So stick to what you know. And like, I don't, she just like, kind of like went off on me. I was like, like, uh, and because it, it was about like health benefits too of, yeah. of certain things, and and the paragraph was in there. Like, I'm not a doctor. If you're, if none of these statements are like FDA approved, like whatever, like the my my legal jargon. And I so I was like, I hear you. I'm not claiming that any of this stuff is doing anything. I'm just saying, I'm just kind of reiterating what this paper says that I've referenced here. Yeah. Uh, and also here's it tastes good <laughs> and i'm like it is a tea still though still so yeah. i don't know it was it was funny though that's that's most people suck <laughs> there's no, <laughs> there's no nice way to say it <laughs> no it's like you, you don't have anything better to do <laughs> like or like, like 
how, I don't know, to me, like, the world of, like, tea and tissons are so intertwined that, like, for me, there's no tea without also having, like, tissons and herbals. Like, that's not that's that's my like that's the same world for me it's different like i know there's lots of people that would be like yeah. that's not tea tea is only camellia sinensis yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> but like and like if that's your jam cool it's not my jam <laughs> we've already been over this tea is just shit and water yeah <laughs> <laughs> we've been over it it's <laughs> Yeah, the, those people that are very diehard Camellia Sinensis fans probably don't love that quote. But, no, no. And then people definitely. are going to be even more concerned about like duck shit along with me saying that. So, yeah, it's, this is the second time this one got brought up duck shit. I, I actually thought there was something about actual duck shit in it. <laughs> and like, I found out that it's just the a name because the guy didn't want it to get stolen. Yeah. Is that? Yeah, yeah or he said it was like grown in, in manure or something, or it was it. I think he said like smelled so bad, something like that. Yeah, yeah, the smell was like yeah, it smelled of duck shit, and um, so I was a little upset. I'm like, oh, this is cool. This is actual duck shit tea. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> the first mm. time I ever heard of duck shit oolong, I had been messaged by like this company on Instagram that like wanted to send me some tea, but like. I don't know. I'm sure you get this too. Where like sometimes some of them look kind of sketchy, and you're like, I don't know if I want to talk to you. <laughs> but like it was kind of one of those ones, and I feel bad looking back because yeah. they were like, "Have you tried like duck poop tea? And do you want to try?" And I was like, "What? How freaking dare you?" <laughs> I was, I was like, what so kind of scam is this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like blocked them, and I was like, what "Oh the no!" Hell? And then I like looked it up like a few days later, and I was like, "Oh my god, I've made a terrible mistake." <laughs> They're real. It's a real thing. <laughs> oh no, I'm sure you're forgiven. They're probably like the like a billion dollar company now. Like, <laughs> yeah. Looking at you, like we were inspired by this lady who blocked us, <laughs> and we and we wanted to. It drove us to make a billion dollars on duck shit oolong. Yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. So there you go. You helped them. <laughs> but now, but they've also inspired me because that I would have never looked up duck shit yeah. if it wasn't for that yeah, yeah. and like the year I went to the Toronto Tea Festival it was everywhere like everybody mm-hmm. was talking about it and then I for some reason didn't buy any I bought like 80 kinds of tea that day but not that one <laughs> Yeah, it was a lot of tea <laughs> I, bet. I, um, I bet that's awesome I need I need to go to a festival they're but, so sorry. fun Keep like fun. you want yeah. to talk getting tea drunk like you get these little tiny like People hearing me can't see this, but they're like this big, yeah. Yeah. little cups like, yeah. where you like got same and probably be very different post COVID. But like, you got little samples of tea at like every booth, and it was literally just like two sips at every yeah. booth. But like you but, felt tea drunk at the end. Of oh it. yeah, yeah, and tea drunk's a real thing. Like yeah, it's a it's a very real thing, and you only know how it feels if you've experienced. <laughs> Yeah, because it's not like you're not drunk. No, you're, you're just and it's like, not like you're like way too caffeinated. It's you're. No, it's like a full feeling. Like it's like yeah. It's kind of similar to when you drink too much water too fast and you just get that like full feeling in your stomach. But like you also don't feel like heavy or like yeah. I was like bloated. it's yeah. You just like that's like 
Mm-hmm. Like, like very dazed and like fluid. <laughs> you become one with the tea. Yeah, like like you know, people in the seventies did acid, and people in the twenty twenties <laughs> are like just drinking tea. It's all good. <laughs> I, I like that. I like that. You see your fall quotes. You're, you're, <laughs> you got them. You got all these. I'm. Hey, you're gonna go back. You're gonna listen to this, and that's what you're gonna put on your tea room. <laughs> you're gonna paint up there. That's gonna be nice. I feel like I don't have that much confidence to quote myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's so like, like look uh, at all these profound things this person said this, oh, this random person <laughs> yeah this this very profound person tea drinker wow amazing <laughs> it's totally not me <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh do you watch the office at all i don't okay then never mind <laughs> we're gonna end the podcast here thank you for coming on sorry <laughs> Super weird, super awkward way to end that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, what else? What else? I don't know. Okay. I feel like I've said a lot. You have. A lot of great things. A lot of awesome things. Um, I'm excited to see what this advent calendar or whatever you're going to be doing this year yeah, who knows? is I remember hopefully i at least remember enough to like re-listen to this episode in what? like <laughs> august i was gonna say when do you need a reminder i'll i'll, <laughs> I'll be the reminder then <laughs> i'll send you a message um but yeah no but, this was a lot of fun it was cool being yeah. on the other end yeah for sure and now right. you'll have to come be on this deal yeah and now you can be on quality time and then you can experience the the hot seat, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in. I'm in. I'd love that. Um, so, yeah. When when do you think you're going to be uh, kind of re, I don't want to say shooting, but I guess reshooting with uh, or getting your podcast back up? I don't know. The goal, ideally, would be June. Yeah. Okay. But I don't know how long it's going to like theoretically take me to settle into a new place, especially because Ontario is in like full on restricted lockdown and you like can only buy essentials even at stores. Like moving has been horrendous because I can't buy tote boxes and tape anywhere. Um, So so it might take some time. Um, But ideally June, hopefully no later than July. Yeah. I mean, it'll happen when it's when it's supposed to happen. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, oh, that's cool. So, I guess um, yeah, give yourself a plug. Where where can people find um, all your work? So, my Instagram is at Sipley S I P L Y underscore Delicious. Um, yeah, where did I, that where did that come from? I was just struggling for a really, really long time coming up with a name and I wanted it to be something that was like reasonably unique. And I like every time I thought of something cool, I looked it up and somebody had taken it or it was even taken by like a ghost account. Yeah. And I'd get super frustrated. And then one day I was just like, simply delicious. And then I like made the Instagram handle like a year before I even started my blog. Okay. Because I'm nice. just like, this is mine and nobody's. I'm taking it. <laughs> I love um, that. And then my website is just simplytelicious.com. And then the podcast 
is everywhere and it's quality time like q u a l i dash t e a yeah heck yeah yeah this will all be i'll put it all in the show notes and oh, everything thank but you. sweet any shout outs anybody you want to give a shout out to uh, hi dad <laughs> yeah your dad sounds like a cool guy my dad doesn't even know i have a podcast so this is gonna be is this is this on purpose? Did you decide not to tell him, or I just thought it would be kind of awkward, so I was just like, I'm just not. To have your parents listen to or yeah. your dad, like listen to, uh, yeah. Um, I know my parents have told me that they've listened to an episode or two, and I'm like, that's fine, I guess. I also but, like my dad doesn't look at my blog, so I don't know why I expected hmm. him to figure out podcasts and like yeah, right, that's, Spotify. Yeah, and expecting yeah, our parents to understand that. <laughs> I know my, at least I guess I should speak for my parents. They're yeah. not the most technically savvy. Yeah, like, I'm like just click the podcast app and yeah. search the Teen Eagles podcast. You'll find it. <laughs> yeah. The only one out there. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, so hi, dad. I don't know. <laughs> Send this to Mr. Tori. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. Hello to the world. <laughs> Okay, shout out to the world. Yeah, shout out to Earth on Earth Day. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. But no, that's cool. Um, there's nothing else. And this was fun. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, everything that you do. And yeah, I look forward to also being on Quality Time. Yeah, awesome. I'm going to hold you to it. But yeah, thank you so much, Tori. Yeah, thank you. Thank you to Tori for that fun conversation. Remember to check out her work at simplytealicious.com or on social media at simplytealicious. Remember to also check out her podcast at Quality Time that is on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere else you love to watch and listen to podcasts. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, you are loved and appreciated. If you enjoyed this episode, give it a share, hit the subscribe, and leave a review. And to end today's show, the Urban Dictionary T-Word of the day. And today's word is genmaicha or genmaicha, however you choose to pronounce it. So genmaicha, a Japanese tea made from roasted tea leaves and toasted rice. Occasionally, popcorn is added to the blend. The genmaicha was extremely relaxing. Pretty uh, pretty accurate. Good job, Urban Dictionary. Um, popcorn is typically not added. That is just the popped rice. So that's a You'll see it. It's actually uh, the rice that pops. Fun fact, pops like popcorn. And that's it. So thank you again so much for tuning in. Love you. Appreciate you. Um, check out uh, check out Quality Time and any other episodes you've missed. Otherwise, have a beautiful rest of your day. Bye.